Welcome back to the Cinema Cult Network. I'm Chris. I'm Matt. And I'm Honto. And this week, we decided to do I Know What You Did Last Summer based on the children's book? Is it, it's it's kind a young of a children's adult. Young adult. adult. Like a young adult teenager book. Okay. Uh, based, uh, written by Lois Duncan. Uh, we have all seen this a couple times. I saw it in theaters. Really? Did you really? 1997. What were the circumstances? When circum- this movie came out. What were the circumstances of you seeing this in theaters? Because you, how old were you at this time? You would have been... If this came out, I think this came out in October. You were 18. October 12th, 1997. I was um, 11 years old. Yeah. So, how did, like, did your parents take you to go see I think I was seeing it with a buddy of mine, and his uh, mom dropped us off at the theater, bought yeah. us a ticket for this movie, and snuck then, in. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you'd had to have. Our, our guardian bought the, uh, the ticket for us. Yeah. So, so yeah, you, like, so kind of yeah. snuck in, right? No, like, he had a ticket. Yeah. Well, you had a ticket, but you snu- you weren't like they bought, she bought us the ticket. The she bought us a ticket specifically for this movie, and then we went into the theater, got into our seats, <laughs> and then we watched this movie. Yeah, but just because somebody buys you beer and they're like, when you're so underage, somebody buys your beer means you're, you're not, not, means you're not drinking it. Yeah. So if someone buys it for you, you're not really drinking. We, we it. snuck into the beer shop. <laughs> Wait, where are you trying to get at? Nah, that's okay. That's yeah. all right. That's <laughs> I know what you're trying to say, but uh, I saw it in all the. Uh, like all the rules were followed in yeah. order to see this movie. Honto, I'm going to go on a string. Is that what people say? I'm going to go on a string and say, doesn't Honto seem like the type who was really excited to see? I still, I still know what you did last summer in theaters. I don't know. I didn't see that movie. In really? Theaters. Yeah. Okay. Actually, I saw, I saw on VHS. I saw that one. No, I, no, I saw this one first. I saw this one on VHS. Oh uh, yeah. We were. It was actually me and Chris saw it together at his buddy's house. We were staying over. Really? You remember that? I don't. Yeah, it was bunk beds. Remember that? Was, I was on the bottom bunk, and they those two were on the top bunk, and yeah. they kept messing with me while we were watching this movie. Were they oh, dangling, dangling with like a hook in front of your face? Yeah. Like, get away. Actually, I think that, that I think there was a scare situation that happened. Oh, nice. I do kind of remember this. It's too. weird, like, when you see certain movies and, like, those, like, memories just kind of come out of the woodwork. You're like, oh, yeah, yeah, I remember exactly the circumstances of me seeing this movie. I even, yeah, I remember the theater we saw it at, which no longer exists. Was it, let me guess. It was in the mall. No, it was um off of... Oh, I'll, man, you're I'll, getting... I'll bleep that out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I Know What You Did Last Summer comes out in 1997, comes out a year after Scream does. year after Scream, and it's actually two months before Scream 2. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. So, what do you think it has on Rotten Tomatoes? I think Matt already knows because he looked... No, I don't know, actually. I, don't. I just saw the, the Google I'm gonna say rating. I'm going to say okay. 61%. Okay, Matt? Uh, I'm going to go in the, the, the 50s. I'll go in the 50s. 42%. Wow. Deservedly so. Wait, isn't 42% the number that Seth Green uses in Can't Hardly Wait when he's talking about... Seth Green? Oh, Seth Green. When he's in like the store and he's talking about... Uh, His rating for... Some I know he did last girls. Summer. He's like, 42% of girls. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, no, maybe. I don't. <laughs> well, we'll cover it on the podcast. Cool. Um, so, yeah, it comes out in 1997, 42%, made for $17 million. How much did it make domestically? Uh, I want to go and say the 30s. Okay. $100 million. Okay. $72 million in the U.S. Damn, okay. Matt. You were like way off. Yeah, it was pretty good. <laughs> uh, worldwide, 150 Wow. So, yeah, this was, uh, this was during that craze. I mean, that has yeah. the money that earned a sequel. Yeah. So, in yeah. The yeah, what the hell was still. I thinking? My, man, I like really downplayed yeah, aiming, this. Aiming too low. <laughs> $2. I made $2 in You're doing like the Price is Right rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to be somewhere past that. <laughs> Dude, that was terrible. That was a terrible guess. I'm sorry. So, this might be, and I'm going to say this for all future podcasts and previous, 
this might be, you know how like usually we'll start off and we'll have to do research on the actors and what they've been in. Yeah. This might be the easiest one we've ever done because I had to look up nothing on any of these actors because uh, yeah, they're all yeah, names. Fairly... They're all people that have been in things. Yeah. I'm, yeah. They're all kind of doing stuff today. Um, We'll get there. Yeah. We'll so we got main star is Jennifer Love Hewitt uh, from Party of Five fame. She plays Julie. Um, Julie. I haven't seen anything Julie. of her since she was in what the ghost whisperer or the oh yeah no. that was yeah show. that yeah. was her one of two uh psychic shows on tv because the other one was the medium with uh um, sarah michelle geller right no it was uh patricia arquette, yeah, patricia arquette. Mm. i think sarah yeah. michelle geller had a show too where she was on it she was on she, she was, was on a television on show. show i think yeah. it was buffy the I vampire i don't know i don't remember that you mean buffy yeah no no she had a show a couple years ago that was like a scary show. she did yeah i, know I don't remember about. that it's like um is it uh, revenge or something or something something along the lines of like no it wasn't revenge I I can't remember so, I don't know I can't okay. yeah that's why I that's why I'm, I'm all right you can go and look it up I'll keep I'm gonna look this up because I don't know what you guys are talking um, about starring second Freddie Prinze Jr. Freddie um, Prinze who by the way old... is married to Sarah Michelle Gellar I did this not know true. this no yeah. yeah yeah oh yeah yeah they're uh, they're kind both of... like semi retired uh, and they're just living it up with do you know uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar revived her role not revived her role but they did like uh, I know you did last summer themed commercial for the Super Bowl no yeah it was like for oh, uh, yeah. like makeup that. or something yeah I never saw it, it pretty but, awesome yeah. I liked it um, Freddie Prince Jr. we've seen him in Freddie the TV show Freddie oh yeah he did have a show <laughs> uh, very famous dad um, oh yeah yeah uh, his dad senior Freddie Prince senior uh, Freddie Prince the one the yeah. first yeah yeah uh, <laughs> the first <laughs> He was in like five movies with Matthew Lillard, and I think we've, we've talked, talked about, about this. Uh, yeah. She's yeah. all that. Yeah, she's all that. Oh, and he, he, well, he's in uh, Scooby Doo again with Sarah he's Michelle Gellar. He's yeah. in the Last Starfighter and in Summer Catch, my fave. Yeah, and you so, love that movie. I probably don't, but ever since I met you, I think you've talked about that every <laughs> single time we've hung out. <laughs> well, we've hung out twice. So, oh yeah, yeah. Um, speaking of, we have Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Buffy the Vampire fame. I watched uh, that all but the last season. Yeah, I don't think I ever watched last season. It's either. all because they switched it up from the WB to uh, CW. No, it was like UPN or something. Uh, it was like right before CW was yeah, a thing. I think you're right. Oh, okay, and yeah. Like, I, and then we never had access to that channel. I don't recall what happened in the last like couple seasons of that show. They switched like networks basically. Yeah, and mm-hmm. I didn't have access to that. That's when I fell off of it too. I okay. I like Buffy. I, I do. do. I like it. I feel like it hasn't aged well. Oh, for sure. It's kind of rough to watch because of just the, you know, the effects. The effects are really goofy. I mean, even back in the day, they were really goofy. Yeah. Um, but theme I also feel cool. like... Love the theme song. Oh, I feel song. like with that show, it uh, it got to a point where like they, they... I feel like it got to a point where they just overdid it. It was like the... They tried... They kept upping the stakes. Stakes. Yeah. Uh, each uh, season. Because uh, you love... Medium rare steaks. Yeah, that's the that's what vampires are allergic to. Oh, okay. Yeah, medium rare steaks. Okay, keep going. Uh, but they kept raising the stakes each season, and just kept getting like more and more kind of ridiculous. I felt like. Yeah, and I I don't know. I just kind of like I, I think I fell off around like season like three or four oh, or something wow, like that. Early. Because how many seasons of the show like were there? Seven. Okay, then I was, maybe like four or five. It was. I think when the craze started to die for the show was when I kind of. Uh, I don't think it up. ever. I don't think it ever died. You don't think? Mm-mm. I mean, there and like honestly, I'm there's some cool later episodes. Yeah, um, but it was just yeah. I, I think I got like bored with. I think they sh- is one of those shows where, like, uh, tighter it could have been like a phenomenal. Yeah, because I mean, I I, I know because there's a lot of like 
uh, Buffy there's a lot of like, Buffy heads out there yeah. that love that show. Yeah. And that could do no wrong. But I felt like I kind of got like tired of the show after a while. Maybe I need to go back. I tried going back and rewatching it. I kind of want to rewatch it now. But yeah, the, there's I actually there's a name for uh, Buffy fans. It's called uh, Buff Dudes. <laughs> Buff Dudes. <laughs> I guess. Stupid. Uh, sure. <laughs> and this sounds kind of stupid. And I know a lot of people like would start a new podcast. People would Buff shit dudes. on me, but I feel like the Buffy movie has aged better than the Buffy show. I, I would think that the yeah. Buffy show, I think I like better than the movie. I And I'm not saying which one I like better. I think the movie has aged better than the show, though. Okay. Like, the movie's got more rewatch value than the show, and I think the reason why the show has a lack of rewatch is because of the graphics. No. True. The, yeah, the I will CGI. say that. True that. Can I go on a side tangent, just like you did? It's a quick one. Okay. Matt, your arms look really big in that shirt. Thanks. I just wow. wanted to tell you that. Dude, are you gonna are you gonna bring anything that's valid? <laughs> no, like, he's valid to this podcast today. He's that related. Was, besides it saying buff dude, because you're, you're now prepared to do the podcast. Buff, buff dudes. dudes. Buff dudes. Welcome to Buff Dudes. Uh, <laughs> I am a buff dude. <laughs> um. So also starting in this movie, Ryan. I always say this wrong. Ryan Philippi. No, it is Felipe. Felipe. It's Ryan Felipe. Ryan Felipe. 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 Which I'm gonna blow Matt's mind. Sometimes I know I'll say things. Matt, I'm like you're right. So, Ryan Felipe and Sarah Michelle Gellar play a couple in this movie. What else did they play a couple in? Cruel Intentions. But not really, yeah. because they're brother <laughs> yeah. and sister in that, that movie. Hey, you, you put rules on love, okay? You do that. Well, they're, they're like stepbrothers. Yeah, they're, they're, they're totally... So, it's like not as bad as uh, Cersei and Jamie Lannister. No. No, it's not as bad as... No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. Oh. Um, which is a movie I've been wanting to do on this podcast for Game of Thrones? Yeah. The movie. movie. The movie. <laughs> All eight, eight of them. <laughs> All eight seasons. <laughs> they made 145 movies of these? Um, okay, so Ryan Felipe is good in this. I like him. But man, the entire time I was watching it, and I was like, man, Matthew Lillard had been really cool in this role. Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you that. I think um, it's weird because I'm watching this movie, and I would almost want to see a bunch of like role reversal, where it's yeah. like... I, and this actually happened, and here's an IMDb fact for you. Sarah Michelle Gellar um, auditioned for the role of Julie, which okay. was the audition. Or was okay. a, you know, yeah, and audition. honestly, I would have rather have seen Sarah Michelle Gellar lead this movie. She's got an awesome scream, by the way. Probably one of the best screams. She, that was of, one of my notes, good. man. She's pretty good in this movie. Yeah. yeah. She's got one of the best screams. Jennifer Love Hewitt's scream is kind of like screechy. Yeah, and she does it when uh, she does it a few times on that boat. Yeah. Just like, yeah. Sarah, but Sarah Michelle Gellar's is like pure fear, and you're yeah. like, holy shit, yeah, like, Sarah's Sarah's really, like really wears good, yeah. this well. Yeah. Um, I would have liked to seen Freddie Prince Jr. as the dick. Yeah. Because he's too much of, the, of a nice guy in he's this. He's way too nice in this movie. He kind of gets like, he's kind of weird in this movie because they kind of, um, they, they kind of use him as a red herring, but not really. Like, they don't show him in the whole movie. They, sh- they do it at, like, the very end, I feel like. Yeah, because they don't show him. Yeah. They don't show him the whole movie. He is kind of in the background this entire movie, yeah. right? Yeah, he's not really there. Yeah. And I feel like um, they like him as the Ryan Philippi uh, role would be a lot better. But yeah. I also, I don't mm-hmm. mind Ryan Philippi as this. It was pretty good. I think he's a little bit too much of a hothead at times. He's like uh, Kerr Smith from uh, Final Destination. He's just like flipping out for the that's wrong a good reference. Yes, yes, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's he's good. just like flipping out for no reason whatsoever. And you're like, dude, just calm 
down. Yeah, like <laughs> Roy Rage. Down. We're all in this together. Yeah, there's a lot of times where it's like, whoa, that's really exaggerated. Like, yeah, yeah, and like I think that's where Scary Movie gets right when they make fun of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because like there's parts where he's like, in Scary Movie, where he's like beating the shit out of uh, what's her name? He's like, you're not going to tell anybody. Just, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, yeah, yeah, it is like that. Like yeah. he is really like. He's like way over the top for yeah, no dude, reason. I want to, uh, for all your but listeners. But I don't think it's his fault. I don't think no, it's his fault. No, no, no. For all you listeners at home. I want you to keep a tally of how many times Matt references scary movie in this podcast. Holy That's shit, all dude. I was thinking this entire movie. That movie really, those movies really taint. Uh, it's like the, movies it's like really the, taint these kind of movies. It's like the Austin Powers for James Bond movies. Yeah. Like, oh, you know, that's interesting you brought that up. I was listening to a podcast where a girl was talking about uh, watching James Bond movies. And she had grown up in the 90s. And had grown up with the Austin Powers movies before the James Bond movies. Weird. That's a world I don't want to yeah, know. Yeah, right? I mean, that's a world we don't know about, right? Because yeah. we're we're 80s. We grew up with the Bond movies. We're in our scene. 80s and, you know. Yeah, we're in our 80s. We saw the Bond movies before the Powers movies. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, because I saw all the Powers movies, they tainted my experience watching the Bond movies. Like the probably the Daniel Craig and prior to that too i mean yeah movies. yeah yeah because she's basically like anything with roger moore sean connery timothy yeah. dalton george lazenby they're like they look stupid because i saw them being spoofed in the powers movies i mean they are kind of ridiculous yeah after you watch even just the daniel craig stuff so if you watched if you grew up so here's a if you grew up in the world watching the scary movie movies and then you go back and watch like i know what you did last summer or scream it's like it kind of ruins it for you. I don't you. think it ruins it. it doesn't. I think honestly, I'll think I mean about that's, it for that's, a that's how I felt during Scream, and we brought it up on the podcast. See, like scenes will pop my head for like a second, and then I'll be like, huh, and then I'll just continue to watch it. Yeah, but it, I think it ruins it. Well, but it's it just, because that's your favorite series, right? And you said scary movies. Yes. And you said the fifth one is the best one, if I remember correctly. Yes. Okay. Is that the last one? Yeah. All, all time favorite series of movies. Series all time. Yeah. yeah. Put it on my gravestone. <laughs> um, I do want you're to talk gonna, about. You're gonna regret that. <laughs> A challenge accepted. <laughs> so the rest of the cast is kind of like in the background because it's really just them four. Uh, we have Johnny Galecki of Big Bang Theory fame. And Roseanne prior to this. Yeah. yeah. And I will talk about, I don't want to ruin it. Is Chris, he, Christmas is he, Vacation. Is, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I always forget that he's in that. Yeah, I always forget. Is this, is this guy good and stuff? I feel like I don't like him. Really? <laughs> I yeah. like actually I really like him. Really? Yeah, I like yeah. him. I never watched a single episode of Big Bang Theory and I don't plan to Why? at all. Really? I just, every commercial I've seen for it is really good. Just too not good. Too close to home for you. Yeah, too close. <laughs> too, way, way too accurate. Sick burn, dude. I, I feel that way when I watch it and they talk about stuff and I'm like, that's me. <laughs> I'm like, I do that. He just, I don't know. There's something about him. I'm just like, I don't know. I like him. I, I like him. On, I like him. A He's lot. like one of my favorites on Roseanne, actually. Yeah. Honestly, Is he on the I, new iteration. Iteration. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That's cool. It, it's really cool to watch him on The Big Bang Theory. Uh, I stopped watching that show. By the way, that show. Talk about a show that like ran its like course. Mm-hmm. Um, I stopped watching that show, but uh, then watching him in the revival of the Roseanne show, and he's kind of playing this like he's playing uh, what's his name on Roseanne? David. David, and he's like the, kind of like this like he's like trouble. Like, he's like a badass, like you know, kind of a troublemaker, kind of like riding you know, a motorcycle, wrong side of the track. I don't think he's of. badass. Yeah, he's, but he's he's definitely the opposite of what he is yeah. in Big Bang, Bang Theory. Theory. Yeah, yeah, and he plays both of them pretty accurately. He plays both sides yeah he plays both sides <laughs> entrapment style but he does great I, I i have to like yeah i, I like, like him, him a lot in this, in this. Yeah. when he shows up i'm like oh he should have been in this more nice yeah, i agree cool um we also have is it bridget nielsen bridget nielsen bridget bridget, bridget. No, probably not nielsen bridget. no it's, probably it's not. bridget wilson 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 sampras she was married to i think she's still married to pete sampras famous tennis player 
Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, that went over my head. Uh, really? From he's like I, one of the most famous tennis players of all time. I don't watch tennis. Yeah. Oh, really? Wow. But I know who you're Guys talking about. Missing out. I've heard the name. He's like um, he was like the uh, the rival of Andre Agassi. You know Andre yeah, okay. Agassi. He's like the he was like the bad. He's like the Johnny Galecki of uh, tennis. He was the David of tennis. <laughs> That's what they used to say. I <laughs> um, like the David of tennis. I only know her from Mortal Kombat and Billy Madison. Yeah. Oh, and um, um, I know what you did last summer. Uh, House on the Hill. Say. Yeah, House oh, on yeah, the Hill. Yeah. That's right. Um, Which I was actually thinking of during Scary Movie Two when we were talking about Scary Movie. Yeah. The movies for Scary Movie. They kind of spoof uh, House on Haunted Hill, don't they? Yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah they do for a second. And yeah. The Haunting and whatever paranormal. Matt, Matt's our scary movie resident. Aficionado. Yeah. So uh, anything scary movie, Matt knows. Anything, about. man. Any, anything you want to know. I don't even remember four and five. Kind I, of. I, <laughs> I will tell you what falls out of place in this movie, and I don't think it's her fault at all, is Anne Heche. I feel like she pops up on screen. She's just the... She's I feel like the, her as an actress... Like, the role is fine, but I feel like every time she pops up, I'm like, oh, yeah, she's in this. And yeah. it feels kind of... She... Okay, she is misused, I feel like, in a way that she... I think she does a really good job. And, I and like, I hadn't seen her in a long time in, in something. So Since watch, Volcano? Vol, is she in Volcano? She's, like, the love interest for I Tommy Lee Jones. We, uh, go back to Dante's Peak episode. We've never seen Volcano. Oh, we should do that for the podcast. I saw yeah. that movie in theaters. This is my happy face. <laughs> <laughs> I feel though like her in this, she's she needs to be like that exposition character, that kind of like, hey, this she's is what happened, constantly popping up or whatever. But like she like she needs to say more because I feel like the big uh, coming out of this movie, I was like, man, this this backstory is so convoluted. Yeah, I was actually confused uh, with the backstory for this person. I this movie yeah. gets so confusing. And and the begin the guy they show in the very beginning of the movie yeah. on the cliff. Those are the two things I got super confused up until this viewing of the movie where I actually had to look it up on the internet. Okay. Of like, what the hell is going on Dude, in this movie? Dude, I've watched this movie probably like five or six times. I, and yeah, it I wasn't until this time where I was like, I kind of get it I was now. like, this I is the third it. time I've seen it. I get it. But no, what I'm yeah. saying is like, I think Anne Heche is like perfect for you this role. You sounded so proud the way you said like, I, I get it. I get it. I feel like Anne Heche is perfect for this role because she like sells... She needs to sell this character yeah. and she needs to sell like the backstory, mm-hmm. but they don't give her enough backstory to say. No. And it's so convoluted and confusing it. that it's like, okay, like you're not even giving her her job. Her job is to give us the backstory. Yeah. And she's not doing that. S- like no. spill it out pretty much. I think she but only she's has great. Like, I think she's I think great. she only has like six minutes of screen time in this movie. Yeah. Like, she's yeah. only in like two scenes and then only like two and a half. She does. Yeah. I mean, she does fine. I feel like just seeing her. Cause I remember at the time she was kind of becoming a big actress. Yeah. And I feel like she pops up. She did like six days, seven nights, right? Yeah, yeah. she, she had a, a thing. Well, going. I think her big deal too was that she was dating Ellen, Ellen at yeah. the time, mm-hmm. yeah. and that was kind of like it was the. Uh, I think it was the. It was a big deal because Ellen just Ellen just had came out, right? Mm-hmm. It was close around. Yeah. It, it was around that time, and then her first like her first like Hollywood girlfriend that everyone kind of yeah um, focused on was Anne Heche. Yeah, no, you're right. You're right. Right. Um, I mean, if I'm getting my history right, I, just no, I think this, that's correct. Yeah. I was like, what, ten, maybe yeah. like nine at this. Well, time? you consider yourself an Ellen expert, right? Yes, Ellen. Okay. <laughs> so, so I, actually, dude, she's a genuinely like cool person now. Like, oh yeah. Did you guys watch the uh, David Letterman? Um, like, he does that show on Netflix where he interviews oh, like celebrities, the intimate interviews or whatever. Like the yeah. Dude, watch them. They're like they make you look at like these celebrities in a whole different light. I feel like they're people like they're like us. They're not though. I feel like with George, like with George Clooney, I have way more respect for George Clooney 
not that I never, not that I didn't, but after watching that David Letterman episode, it was just really cool to like how they talked about him. Sorry, yeah. that was really off topic. You're Go good. ahead. You're good. Did you know that the Ellen fan base, they actually have a name for their fans? Do you guys want to hear what it is? Yeah, sure. Go ahead. They're called um, Intel Ellingents. Intel Ellingents. I can't even say it. That was a horrible joke. So, anybody else? You get to edit this episode. They're uh, (laughs) they're they're felons. They're fans of Ellen. So, thank you for joining me. That was better. That is so good. (laughs) That was better. Felons. We're felons. I'm gonna start asking people like you're either one or two people. You're either a buff dude or a felon. <laughs> you can be both. No, one or the other. <laughs> um, is there anybody else in this movie that... Um, it's got a, actually a really pretty... solid cast. Yeah, I don't know who the killer is, though. I looked him up. He was in some side Muse, things, but nothing. Use something? Yeah, I didn't. He was not, I mean, he's been in some stuff, but nothing that he we He was the recognize. inspiration for the band Muse. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's all I cool. have to you've say about this episode. My, you, you've sunk to my level. Wait, is that real? Or? No, not at all, Matt. Well, like, I, Come on, Matt. Dude, I don't even know what you guys are talking about. I can't even like... Okay. So let's talk about you. the director, Jim Gillespie. Gillespie? Gillespie. I do um, not know... I have known two movies that he's done. Uh, so he follows this movie up with the Sylvester Stallone movie, ICU. Oh, here. Oh, he man. did that movie? Yeah, I never saw it. I always remember the cover where it's just like Sylvester Sloan on like a snowscape and he's like pointing a gun. Yeah, that's all the, I remember from the poster. it. Yeah. And then he does um, a movie like five years later. Like it's it's The gaps are pretty big, but he does a movie called Venom with, I think it's James Vanderbeek. Is and, that a horror movie? Yeah, with Method Man. Okay. Um, it's like it's like a, a monster in the swamps of the bayou. Yeah. And I think... I th- think kevin williamson wrote it oh weird. or did a treatment or something i could be wrong on this whole is thing is kevin williamson still around does he still do stuff or yeah, yeah. Uh, who, what did he just write we were just talking about i think we were just talking about we just did the scream episode on him yeah i can't uh, remember this year i think yeah right? we did you were, it was for october uh scarefest or whatever um i first did we talk about did he return to the show for oh scream show oh stream. maybe yeah i'm not sure but um but speaking of uh yeah kevin williamson didn't write this um dude from like 96 to like 97, 98, He was on top whatever. of the world? Dude, he was. Man. And went with Dawson's Creek on top of that. Like, that's yeah. insane. He is the person responsible for this like revival. This whole like four or five years from like 96 when Scream comes out to like 2000 when like right before superhero movies kind okay. of take effect. He is like, this is his. Spearheading This the, is his time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he is, I, I feel like the number one person responsible for this. Yeah. Um. And oh, he, also, he also created Vampire Diaries. I didn't know oh, that. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. So he's got a hand in the CW still. So and it said, when it said he created the following with Kevin Bacon. Okay. Which I heard yeah, is a really yeah. good show. I think we, we talked about all of this. I yeah. The following was okay. I watched. It, it seems I like watched it's new to me season. for some reason. Yeah. And the, he, following, the following yeah. suffers from being like that Fox Monster of the Week show where it's like. Okay. It's it's just kind of. it's a it, The formula for it's real. Well, it's kind of like weak. that movie uh, Copycat, right? With Sigourney Weaver. Never saw it. Always wanted. To I know what you're talking about serial killer, and then he's in jail, and he sends his followers to go kill or do his bidding. Or yeah, yeah. Good? I always, it always looked creepy. I, some reason I saw that a bunch as a kid, and like I don't remember anything about it. Okay. I think what saves the show is Kevin Bacon being on it, but not. I just I think it ultimately got canceled. It did. Yeah, it did. I think it was only like one or two seasons. It had like 55 episodes, so I think it was oh, a couple. It was two seasons. Yeah. yeah, three seasons. Um, but yeah. Um, other than that, book written by Lois Duncan. Um, Hanto read this. Or I love the audio book. I started. I couldn't get into it. Oh yeah, it's super bad. Yeah, it's definitely geared towards young adults. And yeah. I think um, because you told me that they redid 
yeah, Lo- the, the plot lines for Lois it. Duncan went back, and I've been trying to find this book in bookstores because I just haven't bought it online because so I don't care that much. Yeah, uh, yeah, like because you can find it for like two bucks on eBay, like yeah. the the movie version where it's like the poster on front. Um, and I just I, I've always wanted to read this book, um, but Lois Duncan went back a couple years ago and rewrote this book that's from the seventies. Okay, yeah, and yeah. yeah. It, she wrote, rewrote it to fit modern times. So now, it in does this, not work. In this version, in the version you probably listened to, it, it was. It, he stalks them through the internet and cell phone texts <laughs> yeah. and stuff like that. Does not work. Does yeah. not work at all. So I wonder how much of it you read was like refurbished. And I not, think a lot of it was because they were talking about like cell phones. They bring up the war in Afghanistan. And yeah, like she, re- I think when she gets the first letter. Uh, like I know you did last summer, it's via email, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, so it's all just very tech-related, and it's just not, it doesn't I work. am okay with updating a book like that. I think that's actually really? a neat concept, because then you grab um, young readers that normally wouldn't read it, and they're like, what's a rotary phone? What's this? Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like, but they're not saying like a rotary phone. No, I'm just, I'm just talking about like in general, not just yeah. like for this book. Yeah, but then they can go look up what the hell that is. Yeah, but learn something about the old, old age. Yeah, this generation then is go kind get, of then like... Go get that learn, old, then go get that old... You this need generation get, of kids is kind of stupid learn as far as like ancestors. not knowing what stuff is. You like, sound like res- an old man. Respect when like, for your elders. What do you mean? That's what it sounds like. The internet never existed. Old man Matt. Like, what did you guys do before cell phones? It's like, man, you guys are so like... Like, yeah, they just didn't exist. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, had, it's weird. Hmm. Uh, yeah. That you wouldn't know what any of that stuff was. Like, yeah, like a rotary phone. Like, yeah. it's not to say you didn't know how to use it. Yeah. But, but yeah, it's like, I feel like you've seen an old any, movie before. Any story right? doesn't really need to be updated for whatever. I feel I like that, I'm totally okay with stick updating with your, books. Stick with your guns and capture that capture the time of the era yeah, that if you're gonna get more readers out of it and you're gonna get more kids interested if it nah, relates to no them. it's not about that though yeah. but i feel no, like I, it just sounds like two old guys saying like no keep it the way it is like i'm well, totally okay you, you are in a one, minority group why don't right you read now? the book so. read the book and finish stuff. it but this is the same you're cool with them like updating star wars and fixing it god that is the worst decision no, no, no. anybody's it's, ever no, no, no. made. This or is ET. different. This, this is, is the same. No, it's, it's the same, the same thing. It is the same concept. This is the idea of remaking a movie for a modern time. That is the exact same thing of remaking no, a book for a it, modern it time. It would make sense if a different author wrote, wrote. I know you did last summer, and updated the, It's the same author who updated her own story. So I think it's okay. Nope. I doesn't fit. No, that's, it's an opinion. It's not a fact. I feel like it's okay Okay, but here's, here's book. the problem you come into that, especially with horror. And you'll hear a lot of horror writers talk about writing horror, and it's like really tough nowadays because back in the day, it used to be like, uh, you know, you're watching I Know What You Did Last Summer, and you're like, man, why aren't they just using their cell phones to call the cops? Yeah. And it's like you have to get around all these like pesky things now of like where it's like, okay, uh, why do they not have their cell phones? Why do their cell phones not work? Yeah. Uh, all the cell towers down. Uh, the internet, why is the internet not working? Like, can't they just help get help through, you know, the internet or some in some way. Yeah. And you have to get past all these problems. So if you go back and you rewrite these stories, you sit there and you write something like, say, like The Stand, written in like late 70s. Mm-hmm. Okay, all these people meet on the road. You go back and rewrite it and you're like, oh, well, they all met in a tra- the, uh, chat room. Yeah. They all met on Reddit. The forum, the and, post-apocalyptic yeah. forum. Uh, the Captain Trips forum. Yeah. And it just, it ruins the story because... For you, because now you you're changing the, the you, But you have, to, you have to change story elements. That's for you, though. To because... make sense in the time frame now. Yeah. And, and I don't think that works. And I think that's why horror nowadays is kind of like, it's tough to write because there's, like I said, there's all yeah, these right. like trappings. 
Well, then out. you got to be more creative. And I feel like it's the same way with movie remakes. If you don't like the new one, go read the original. That's the thing is that the original does not exist anymore because this new one is taking the place. Yeah, I'm and sure that's what I'm getting at. The that's what I'm getting at. It was I've, I've been having trouble finding the original in stores. I that's, think they've like I think they've gotten rid of most of their. Did you books. go to a fourth grade classroom and ask if they had it? Do you guys have <laughs> Lois Duncan? Hey, I'm guys, taking this. <laughs> the original. Either way, I read or listened to it, and it's not a good book. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's and, fine. I and I don't know if that part of that reason is because they're using updated technology, or for the four times the, uh, the well, age limit of what well, was no. written for. <laughs> yeah, but no, I I just think I mean the story's there, like the concept is pretty yeah. interesting. It just the the teenagers in that story are the, some of the most unlikable characters really? ever. Yeah. Well, and yeah. I think they, it also has to do. They with... basically deserve the revenge that is taken on them, and yeah. they all deserve to go to jail. Okay. It's it, the the book is way different than the movie. Isn't? Yeah. Okay. So. After that whole debate that got heated for like a second. Oh, it was fine. It was fine the entire time. Chris thinks books You're, should be rewritten. Hanto is Chris sweating. Is is, Chris is just super emotional. Hanto's face is beet red right now. Is it really? It is. I can't so see my red. own face. Uh, that's Do you have a mirror? Oh, you're yeah. a cool red. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> you look like a buff dude. I look like the Kool-Aid man right now. You look like a felon. Oh. Um, <laughs> so we're going to get into this movie. The opening scene, really cool. It plays Typo like, Negative Summer Breeze. That song yeah. kicks butt. Dude, dude. I got it into, on the Spotify uh, album. Oh, I have, no, it really? C- I'll have it on CD. I'll let you... Uh, Do you really? Yeah, of course. Oh, I've you been listening copy? To, I will. <laughs> <laughs> I've been listening. I got into Typo Negative like two years ago. Are they I like, like a, discovered are they, them. Are they like a metal band? What kind of band were they? They're, yeah. like, a, they're like, like a metal, industrial. They're like a industrial goth industrial. band. Okay. Uh, I got into them a couple years ago, and I just listen to them every now and then on Spotify, and it's like... They're an awesome band. Yeah. Like uh, the singer died, so uh, I don't. Yeah. Um, not too long ago. I haven't listened to much of them, but but uh, this this version of the song is pretty cool. Yeah. This song, whole soundtrack song is pretty solid. Bad Ace, and it reminds me of the Lost Boys intro, the flying over the ocean. It totally yeah. does, man. Good yeah. call. Yeah. I do, and I noticed too. Um, so while this song's playing, they're going over the ocean. The camera's like going over the water. You're hearing the waves, and it's yeah. really cool. It could have just been like the straight song, mm-hmm. yeah. but it creates such a cool like, summer feel. I like it a lot. You know what I will say? And I think Matt's going to agree with me, but um, because we actually had this talk the other day about the way 90s movies look, this movie looks really good. Yeah. Yeah, it looks I think, pretty good. I think the cinematography is pretty stellar. Like, some it's of a the, good looking they, movie. They the took lens a, flares are good. They took a note from Jeff Goldblum's Hideaway. Yeah. Can I tell you what this opening? We're gonna talk about more of this opening scene. You know what this reminds me of? If you say Lost Boys, then please no. rewind two minutes ago. Okay. <laughs> the music even like kind of cues Bro, in. No. It reminds me of the opening of Lethal Weapon. Ah, it's a helicopter shot, yeah. and it goes in on somebody about to commit suicide, and then the music cue yeah. on the soundtrack Bro. almost does that kind of same like dangerous cue that lethal weapon has yeah it's like yeah. Very, as he's uh, like debating jumping yeah i was like man this is like shot for shot like sound for sound the lethal weapon. Solid, he actually. jumps off and then just cuts a person laying on the car yeah <laughs> cuts to <a> tom atkins <laughs> drinking milk <laughs> i forgot i always forget tom does atkins he, i always drink, forget does he drink milk in that movie yeah yeah yeah, yeah. it's nice. like it's shot remember oh yeah and, like the bullet goes through the milk cart and he's like oh classic classic atkins um, <laughs> that's a good kid. The man, loves, the man every, loves his milk. Every oh. movie gets killed. He's holding milk. And gets oh. You know, you know what uh, Tom Atkins fans are called? What's that? Uh, Class Atkins. Oh, Class Atkins. Okay. Class Atkins. <laughs> Class Atkins. I don't um, like any of this, but yeah. Well, you're not Stretch. a stretch. I like no, use they like call one. Them, no, they use one syllable from their name and like yeah. attach it. His to name them. is Atkins. Class Act. Class they're Atkins. Just, no, they're Fatkins. What? <laughs> Oh, okay, it took me a second. 
They're what? Hanta loved that joke so much. You were saying? No, I don't really. Go ahead and repeat. When Hanta's done, I'm being, trying to understand it. Hanta's beat red because he's laughing at this joke so hard. Go ahead. Cool reds. Go ahead and repeat it. They're Fatkins. They're fans of Atkins. Oh. <laughs> That's really good. Same with like felons. They're fans of Ellen's. Was no. that in? Was don't, that in don't, the, hey, don't was tell that in bad, the Lois Duncan book. <laughs> don't tell a bad joke and then like remember the one I said earlier. <laughs> like the joke, the hey. joke was on the first page hey. and then the answer was on the back page. And you're like, <laughs> what? It's the same thing. I'm just reusing the same joke. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have this awesome intro. We cut to a guy sitting on a cliff, and cuts. We see fireworks. It's Fourth of July. Um, and so we had like this, I guess like the, the it's like, like the, the town was it, it's not, it's like a yearly, it's like a parade slash yeah, beauty it's, it's pageant. A, it's a small town. I like the way this town looks. I like the, the feel of it. Um, but they're basically having a pageant and Sarah Michelle Gellar is in said pageant. And this, I know Matt's already going to say, this is like a scary movie moment. Cause basically Sarah Michelle Gellar's on the stage and across from the stage is this balcony where you have all of her friends and they're like cheering Sarah Michelle Gellar on. This is the VIP. Uh, I like how, VIP okay, seats. I'm going to bring this up really quick though. I like how you keep saying like, I know Matt's going to say this, but you're the one who's saying it. Yeah. And he keeps comparing the movie to scary movie. Yeah. And he's like, I never thought I said of scary. It I said he's it like, once. I never thought of scary movie this whole time. Dude, you brought up scary movie three times so far <laughs> yeah. in this podcast. What are those things? I haven't brought it up once. What are those things called where like you type in like a bunch of words and then like, you can create like an art piece of how many times one word is used. Oh, I see. It's like and a, it takes up like the a majority. Book? <laughs> <laughs> words, words. A book? Words on uh, trees that were cut down. Yeah. Like really skinny trees. They, really skinny trees. They do a process where they manufacture paper and they eventually put words on it. Man, what are and those they, called? They, they bind it. What is that? <laughs> what is that? I think they sell them at stores. Oh my god! Whatever. I think you could rent them too. It's like a collage, and it, and it like generates what word is used the most, or something like that. And so, like, scary yeah. movie would be the biggest word, and then no, <laughs> is this like a hashtag or something, or like where is this going? It. I don't know. It was a joke that whatever. I'm lost. Maybe we can revisit sometime. It's just uh, we talk about scary episode. movie a lot. Anyway, I'm not going to bring up scary movie at all on this podcast. I have not either. I've only been participating in the cool. conversation. I'm I won't bring it up. To... I won't bring it up for the rest. All of the right, podcast. don't bring it up then, Chris. Bring up what? Dumb. Good job, man. Nice. I owe myself for that. I wish you would. I owe myself. I was like, Scott. 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 Scott Man Scruthers. All right. So they're at the pageant. Sarah Michelle Geller ends up winning. And they go to this big after party. And Johnny Galecki comes up to uh, Jennifer Love Hewitt. And he's like, hey, I bought you a shot. And then Barry, who's Ryan Felipe. Well, um, Jennifer Love Hewitt's like, I'm not interested. Yeah, maybe, and maybe like he comes maybe in kind of no. strong, maybe but no. not strong enough that Ryan Felipe should come over and push him and drink his shot. Like only he, friends in this. Yeah. Dude, he is a tool in this movie, man. He, he is, is a complete. Why jerk. is he not the killer in this movie? Like, why didn't they use him as a red herring? Where he's like, oh man, like almost to the be. Almost, they never do, but they should have. Where they could have yeah. been like, you know what? I'm gonna like, take out the people that know the secret. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like because I would. That would be okay. I'm I would okay. sit there and think he was the killer before. Uh, That's something they, Freddie Prince Jr. They should have done is have multiple red herrings, and then it's revealed that the big plot, uh, convoluted plot or whatever of like mm-hmm. the. He was just there killing somebody else, and then got hit in the process or whatever. Because they, they kind okay. of abandon. Uh, there's a there's a mystery aura to the beginning half of the movie where they're like, "Who is this person that knows what we did last summer?" Yeah, right. <laughs> that sounded way cooler in my head. Uh, <laughs> the but there's like there, there's that mystery element, yeah. and then they kind of like abandon in it, like halfway through. They're like, "It's not." They're like, 
they they don't really say who it could possibly be. Yeah. Um, because they think it's Max at one point, and they bump off Max really mm-hmm. quick. Yeah. yeah, they kill so him the off mystery way elements, too fast. The mystery element's still alive. And they're like, okay, who could this person be? And they don't really give us any red herrings after that. And then they're yeah. just like... I think it was other than... Uh, they just kind of tell us who it is. They, get, they try to make us think it's, Ryan, it's uh, Ray. Well, well, yeah, Ryan Philippe calls or, him out because he's like, you have a slicker, so it has to be you, even though in that parade you see like... Dude. 90% of the people in the crowd wearing that hat and the slicker. Dude. And on July 4th. Yeah. Sweating under that yeah. slicker. Dude, how hot it would be on the beach. It's so hot. And they're just wearing, they're wearing, all these Gordon fishermen are out there. Yeah. Like, I like how the, when they show that, that scene later on when she's in the parade and she's like looking around the crowd like, is it that person or is it that person? And they're just like normally having a conversation, but they're like, their faces like com- almost like completely concealed. It's a really Dude, stupid how, scene. Oh, it's very, very dumb. How it's, often It's like, oh, it's definitely that person that's standing by themselves on the roof looking at me holding that hook. How Gosh. often do you think these people just hang around in these slickers? That's why I was like, I know. Almost everyone is wearing it. In so it was, it, was like, it was like the equivalent if like you went to Disney World and the killer was wearing one of those like Mickey hats. Yeah. And then everybody was wearing a Mickey hat at the park. Or like a, Friday, like, or like a Friday the 13th movie and like... They're in a parade, and oh, for some better. reason, there's like six other people wearing hockey masks. And you're like, yeah. "Why are they wearing these hockey masks? Like, it's that's... that out of place." Ooh, that would be kind of a cool scene, like a Halloween movie when there was like, well, I guess it kind of did. Or in the it's like one. Scream Two, Ben the... Tramer. Oh yeah, Scream, Scream Two, the opening. <laughs> Poor Ben you're right. Tramer. All right, you're right. You win. So they go. They leave like this after party, the celebration. And they're like, "Let's go to Dawson's Beach." <laughs> wink, wink. And is that what it's called? Is it Dawson's? Beach? Yeah, Dawson's yeah. Beach. Yeah, I totally missed that. Yeah. And so they go to the beach and they tell the story of the hook, and which is I'm okay with. They have like several, the several interpretations, yeah, and, including our episode that we did <laughs> un, un, previously unreleased. <laughs> yeah, we have an unreleased episode where we uh, we did a, like a radio broadcast of that story of the hook. Yeah, which would have been perfect to release around the time of all these hook movies. We're maybe going. we'll get it edited really quick. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> it's actually a lot I'll of fun. be right back. <laughs> um. So yeah, they tell a story about the hook, and then they kind of so man, you you could have made this movie and not have okay, made so like hereditary. Well, so like hereditary. Remember yeah. how we talked about like if it wasn't like a supernatural element, it still would have been a really good drama. Yeah. Yes. This movie could have been really good because they talk about you're going to be a quarterback and I'm going to be an actress and you're going to do this and like they have these huge dreams. Yeah. They hit a guy and then a year later. They're just wash-ups. And you could have yeah. had a really good drama about trying to deal with the secret they had without having a killer in it oh, yeah. and how their lives are torn apart because of what they did. Yeah. yeah. I was thinking, I actually wrote it down in my notes. I was like, excluding the plot of this movie, yeah. the story elements are is like probably one of the best story elements I've seen in a slasher film where yeah. I'm like, okay, you set up these characters like really well. Um, and like their their backstories, their future stories, like they mm-hmm. really like and like I feel like the actors play them really well. Yeah. Like they're entertaining to watch. And I'd almost rather have watched a movie where nobody got killed and they just got tortured yeah. for ninety minutes. Yeah. It could have been you like know? a psychological thriller where they're just yeah. and that's actually kinda how the the book is. There's no like hook man killer stuff. Really? Yeah. It's just um somebody knows their secret and is kind of like kind of blackmailing them and then it starts getting crazy towards the end and then yeah. it sort of ends. The Hookman kind of yeah. ruins this movie. That's what I was going to say, yeah. The yeah. story is actually pretty, it's it's all there. It doesn't fit. The book doesn't do it well because you actually hate the teenagers in the in the book. Yeah. Yeah. They, they write them really, like, they're unforgivable. Because okay. I feel like you could have... They're all Ryan Felipe's. It's just four of the same <laughs> yeah. character. They're all pushing each other. They're all yelling at each yeah. other. 
And the guys are standing in the bushes like, man, they'll just kill each other. (laughs) It's four of them yelling at each other, can you keep a secret? Can you keep a secret? Can you keep a secret? I can keep a secret. (laughs) Yeah, it's just, I feel like the slasher elements of this movie, and you can tell the slasher elements are put in there by the producer. Yeah. Like the the production company. We need to follow Scream. Follow Scream. And we need to make a slasher film. Exactly. And it ruins the movie. And I'd rather have seen a 90-minute horror film about these people's lives just getting ruined. Yes. Like an actual, yeah. like... So it would have been a drama, not a horror film. But the, well, it would have been the psychological... I feel like it would have been... Who was the guy who made um, <laughs> Requiem for a Dream? Oh, um... Darinovsky? Yeah. yeah. I want to see that version directed by Darinovsky. I, I feel like he had like, this really depressed... Because well, I feel like... Sad. I feel like where her... Like, Michelle uh, Geller's hair gets cut off. Like, it's almost, like, horrific. Where it's also, like... Dude, they, like... He, like, butchered her. They, you know, yeah, like, and like, it's like that part kind of, of part of her. That, but yeah. that's like a horror. Like, they, so imagine waking that up and then, like, somebody, like, you know, trimmed all your chest hair off. And you're yes. like, oh, no! <laughs> I look like a 12 year old boy. So that's like the biggest problem. Horror. I'm not going out anywhere. <laughs> that's the biggest problem I have with this movie is like the the betrayals or the the acts of revenge are so minor to the main core four. But they kill off Johnny Galecki in like the first two minutes of the movie. Yeah. And that's just like, what did he do? Oh, dude, I have a whole that's paragraph. Not, that's an IMDb fact I had to is have. It, is it, uh, like, did stuff happen off screen or something? Or? Well, the, the intention was not to kill him at all. Okay. And then after the movie got made, they're like, we need to have a kill early on to set up that's the killer what, as a dangerous element. So they, they, they reshot this scene wow. where he kills Max. That kills the movie for me it does because it's like why does he get killed but somebody brought this up this is it was, it was weird this is on imdb as a fact but i think it's more somebody's like a fan fact fa- fan opinion fan theory a fact is the reason why he kills <laughs> johnny galecki is because it, it he he heard johnny galecki say that he was going to go to the cops and oh, if johnny okay. galecki would have went to the cops then it would have ruined the killer's plans for the rest of the weekend for up, you know, to like taunt these people. So it was like his his weekend. That yeah, works. Ryan Phillippe would have been okay. thrown in jail. So that would have been nice. And I'm okay with that. If they would have included, that would have been nice. Yes. I think Ryan Felipe would have been in jail for like an hour though. Yeah, his parents are rich. Yeah, but they're rich people. Well, yeah, they, well, that's like, what I mean. It was own that town. Like, this is a fan theory. This it's not a bad a fact, idea, but but, yeah. but it's an interesting fan theory. So after they're hanging out at the beach, they decide they're gonna leave, and they're driving, and there's so many like weird things that happen. One, Ryan Felipe is in the backseat with Sarah Michelle Geller, and he makes he yells or he makes a comment. And Jennifer Love Hewitt turns around, and she's like, Can you say alcoholic? And he gets like really quiet in the car, and everybody just kind of stares forward. Rude. And she stares forward. It's a really like, no one laughs. No one, like, it's yeah. a really awkward, like, it's, it's really awkward. Kill, way to kill the mood. Yeah. It's weird to say that out loud like that, you know, yeah. like, because you realize how serious that condition is. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> And then he just kind of like looks forward. He's like, maybe. <laughs> I just graduated high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 17. <sighs> uh, so they drive, and all of a sudden, he's like, he's like, change the station. And he turns up the music, and he hangs out the sunroof. All of this is kind of his fault, by the way. Oh, totally. Everything. And he drops his bottle of Jack Daniels on Ryan Felipe's lap, or on uh, Freddie Prince Jr.'s lap while he's driving. <laughs> and... It's so stupid because Freddie Prinze Jr. looks up at Ryan Felipe for like 10 minutes. He does like the... And he's like, dude, what are you doing? He does, the, uh, he does like the, the Lloyd Christmas from, uh, from Dumb and Dumber where he like just looks in the back seat. I have like, this cousin. What is going on? <laughs> I have this cousin. Well, I had this cousin. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. He's just staring at him. He's like, dude, will you stop? I'm like, dude, watch the road, bro. Yeah, exactly. And they end up hitting a guy. Obviously, a uh, spoiler alert. It's not and, the killer. Yeah. <laughs> or no, it is the killer. It is the killer. Yeah. So they it hit is? this guy. Yeah. 
Dude, this movie's confusing. This enough. is where, the, yeah, never mind. This backstory is. It's yeah. not the person they thought it was. Soup's confused. <laughs> the guy that won't die. Yeah. Yeah. So they hit this guy, car swerves, and Ryan Fleabay gets out. He's got blood all over his face, but it's not from him. And then and those it's kind of goofy in. because Jennifer Love Hewitt goes over and grabs a boot and she She's, picks up the boot. And, <laughs> <laughs> oh, Matt started, <laughs> so Matt gave me this Where's the foot? Yeah, was that, was that the scary movie? Yeah, yep. you referenced Sorry, it, man. dude. I, I kept you thinking broke. That. when you were talking about him hanging outside the top of the car. I kept thinking of a scary movie. When they're like, when what's his name's he getting broke. a job and he's he like broke. standing on, like he's like standing on top. The guy's standing on top of her, and uh, she can't get back up. And like the fragrance, and you guys trying to drive, and the guy keeps getting hit with like tree branches on the top oh, of the car. Yeah, oh yeah, like, yeah, 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 dude. I felt like I opened up a window because. <laughs> I said, I just, it just all came back. All I said was, I know. I feel like Matt's been quiet and very calm. I was like, and then it, <laughs> what is this face like, getting red and dude, sweating. As soon as, as soon as I said, I swear to God, as soon as I said, yeah. And then Jennifer Love Hewitt picks up a boot, and Matt turned his head and made eye contact with <laughs> me. And Matt's like, do you remember in Scary Movie? <laughs> Where's the foot? Where's the foot? It's the best, oh my god! God, that movie just—I um, feel like that movie takes more cues from this movie. I, yeah, it does because it's like a from lot like of screen. a lot of the kills. I think are uh, I know what you did last summer. The whole really? like structure of the movie comes from I know what you did last summer. I think like the killer is from Scream, and even the introduction with Carmen Electra is from Scream. But then yeah. most of the rest of the rest of the movie is all. Well, they like, have the party from Scream. Okay, and, never mind. And then they have that Matrix scene. For some scream, <laughs> yeah. For <some laughs> scream. Um, so yeah, it's kind of goofy because Jennifer Love Hewitt like looks around. And she's like, "Oh my god, it's a boot." She if is I saw a boot spreading on the ground, her her DNA all over this crime scene. No, I didn't right? even think about that. Yeah, but I would not just like randomly pick up a shoe and be like, "Oh man, guys!" Like if I saw a what boot, was the I, shoe doing in the road? I probably wouldn't have thought much about it. Like I just, I just would have saw a shoe on the side of the ground. Yeah, is this a good point? No, no, okay. no, no, no. I, I feel agree. like they no. give her like over dramatic things to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like clue. Pick it up. Yeah. Like, yeah. Point Instead out. Instead of just like, we, hey, let's go over to it. it's on the ground. Like, yeah. let's look at it on the ground. What is that? You know, whatever. Yeah. She just immediately runs over and is like touching everything that has to do with the crime scene. Yeah. She's like licking everything. Yeah. <laughs> so they end up finding the body. And then they have like this total like serious conversation on, you know, what are we going to do? And they, um, I think they talk about like their future fading um, if they end up like getting the police involved. Yeah. If they I, reveal, they're and basically screwed. In this. Man, you could have had such a good drama film because it's such a huge, like, ethical, moral, you know, decision. Yeah. And, I, you know, it's that, and that's what I'm getting at, man. I think it'd be, it's almost a better horror film when it's like psychological, but also like that moral horror. You yeah, know what I mean, that, like, oh, never, you just did something. And really... they never really bring any of that stuff up in the year after this happens. They, yeah, you know, like how they they briefly go on like how they are affected, you know, the relationships, but then they kind of disregard it for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I think that is, it's something, okay, it's something that you don't see very often in movies where they're like, because movies most of the time they try to get you to like the characters, right? Yeah. So they give you, they start off this movie, that's where the tough part with writing it is, is uh, they give you the beginning of this movie and they're giving you something that is so unlikable about your main character is that they, they killed somebody that's innocent mm -hmm. and they're hiding their body. You know what I mean? And it's like, yeah. that is like a hard way to start a story because that's like already, right off the yeah. bat, you're like, I don't want to like these people. And I feel like that's where like the, the great story elements kind of come in is give them a situation. This is what sucks about the end of this movie. Sorry to jump to the end. Oh, you're good. Is that they you usually do. So it's but okay. they get to a point Well, we already said it, that it, this is the killer. This yeah. isn't, they think they killed 
the kid Dave, trying to commit suicide. David maybe. Egan or whatever, or yeah. whatever his name is. It's Anne Heche's brother. Yeah. So they think, so we as a viewer also think yeah. that they just killed this innocent person. Because they yeah. find the, the body, right? They find the, uh, somewhere down the line, they find the body. So they just assume it's this guy. Yeah. That they hit. And they, um, but they get, they throw this away at the end. To yeah. make us like them more, they're like, oh man, where they're both sitting at the dock. That's the, like, that was a close call. We almost the, killed somebody. That's the cop that uh, I'll bring up later on. That when you're watching this movie, yeah. I came in. Oh, and yeah. There's a yeah. cop that shows up and is like, can you please explain? Uh, can you summarize this movie for us? Yeah, because it's, yeah, because yeah, he comes up because I don't know what he actually says. He's like, he says, tell me what happened. He's, can, you at, or can you tell me why he was trying to kill you? Yeah, and I mean, Hanta made the joke, like, can you please explain? Anything that's happened, like this yeah. movie, like yeah, can you explain yeah. the the last thirty five minutes of this movie? <laughs> As if um, I wasn't in it, yeah, and if the audience wasn't paying attention, so it would have been more effective, and this would have never have happened. Actually, been kind of interesting. But say you have a movie like Can't Hardly Wait, and second time reference in this movie, okay. um, and then you got like your main characters in Can't Hardly Wait, and you love them, you grow to like them. And then the second movie is when they have a hit and run, Ooh. and so like you already love these characters, and but it gets so real. You've had this setup, and now you're going you're like you don't like these characters yet. You know nothing about them. You've been with them for 15 minutes, and they hit a body, and now you're yeah, you're you don't really like them anyway. Like you don't know anything them. about them, so you're just kind of like, all right, well, we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think so. I mean, that's why I feel like I really, I feel like Sarah Michelle Gellar should have led it. I really like her in this. Yeah, and her backstory, and I feel like her, I think. She's they the best part really, of the movie. They didn't really do a great job as uh, of making her a bitch. Like even I though, like she, was, that was even like, though she was supposed to kind of supposed to be that that yeah. character. Yeah, well, her, her sister, that her sister that, does that for her. Yeah, I read that on like the IMDb. They're like they wanted somebody that could play a bitch, but also be like likable. Yeah, and I was like, yeah, but she's not really nasty. Like, there's not there's she's not a moment very where nice. she's very nice. Per- like, yeah. she seems really nice. Like, there's yeah. not a moment where I'm like. Man, I, I can't wait for her to die. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like she, so I felt like maybe it's because we like her so much as an actress that she's able to sell this kind of charming character. I mean, that's yeah. Those are the the tropes of like any horror movie. You got like the nice the nice girl, like the the final girl. She's like mm. the nice one, yeah. and her her bitchy friend. Yeah, and then you have like the nice guy, the the final girl's interested in, and you got basically the Ryan Philippe, like the the dick, the jock, or whatever. Yeah, you yeah. Know? and those are like your core. It's like she should have been the female Ryan Philippi in this movie, but she's not. No. She doesn't no, play out that way. No. Uh, but she's the only character I feel like I really care about that I like. Yeah, and so when yeah. she ends up getting it, I'm like, ah, oh, it's a bummer. I'm out. I'm yeah, out for the rest I agree of the with you. But uh, I did. Oh, oh, you go ahead. I was going to say, I came up with it clicked all of a sudden. So you have I Know What You Did Last Summer is a sequel to Stand By Me. Okay. Because it's four characters that you love. Keepers really, there. Sure. Uh, Can Keyford be there, please? As Johnny yeah, Galecki. Yeah. So you have these four. Yeah, exactly. You have these four characters you fall in love with, and then you go, "No, I know what you did last summer, and this happens." You're like, "Oh man, like what's gonna happen?" Like I, I, I care about these people. Yeah. And so the tagline for the second one, "Stand by Me Too," is "Death brought them together." Now death will tear them apart. Whoa! Yeah, keep, I just keep, thought of keep that. Keep selling it, man, dude. It's pretty good. That. I'm into Is that. that. Pretty good. Yeah, I'm into that. But cool. like, in, but I'm I'm with you on it. And I feel like it, it's it's more horrific to watch these people get like kind of torn apart as opposed to physically get having torn a apart. physical manifestation. Yeah, person or whatever. That's feel. I feel like that's just for like the we got to sell this movie. Like yeah. it could be a better movie if it was, if it was set more in that book world, and the yeah. drama and. The dramatics between the the four as they try to, I almost I almost wish like the sequence of them killing this person because in the book they actually kill the kid right 
Yeah, so the the person they kill is actually the half brother of the person that's stalking them. Okay. So they come off as very unlikable in the book because they ended up killing somebody for real. And the guy, you actually kind of feel bad for the the half brother because he's coming back to get his revenge because they covered up everything mm-hmm. like they did in this movie. But I feel like the, the ending of this makes the the uh, movie bad in a way because it's like, all right, you don't feel as bad for the characters because it's like a guy they didn't kill the person that they thought they killed. Yeah, and the person that was trying to kill them was basically trying to cover up his own mess. So it's like almost like the the hook guy is the guy that like is the one you don't like at all. Yeah. yeah. Whereas in the book, the the kids kill the person, and it's them covering up. So they're like the main villains of the book, basically. I would have liked okay. to have had yeah. in the movie. I would like to have like thirty minutes of them just talking about how to do this, how to clean it up. Oh, for sure. All maybe maybe some obstacles they got to get over with dumping the body and just having this night of just like a horrific thing that they did the after having disposed of it. That's the yeah. They don't show the aftermath, like the day after of how they're feeling. Cause so one year, cause it was it, they dumped the body and then it's just like, you see like that thing, the guy was spinning on the cliff, yeah. whatever the, I love you or whatever. Yeah. And then just cuts immediately to a year. So you, you don't even really get to see how they feel a day or two after. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I think yeah, because I helped dramatically. I, I just kept like you know we and we're talking about. It. I think it's like putting it putting your feet in their shoes. Yeah, <laughs> that sounds weird. But that's I guess you say that. I think you were to continue. Uh, it's like, like it's like you're, wa- you, you're walking in their shoes. We're all three pretty good people. Like we've never really done anything bad, you know. So it's like, how would we handle if we would have done something like this and we had to try to cover it up? Go to the and cops like, immediately. Dude, me yeah. and Matt would just argue and yell at each other for oh, man. seven days. Yeah. I mean, yeah. And then Hunter probably would have left at that point. Hunter would have been gone. Seven yeah. days. Um, so, yeah, at this point, Johnny Glecky shows up. And he's like, hey, what's going on? And I think he was watching them this entire time. He followed them from the, uh, the party and just was trying to be part of the group. And I think that's what's supposed to happen is they're supposed to make you think that he saw the whole thing. And that, don't play it off like that. No. But all. I feel like that's the, what they were going for. Like, yeah, he saw it. He was there. He's trying to fuck with us. Yeah, he's like, got to have some beef on this on the, the four for yeah. him. And that's why when he gets killed, it's like, oh, he had absolutely nothing to do with this movie. Yeah. Other than that, he's just like a in love with Jennifer Love Hewitt. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, but yeah, he shows up, and they kind of just tell him to get lost, and he does. And then comes two really stupid parts in the movie, because they get the body to the dock. And then the guy wakes up, and they freak out, and they kick him into the water. And you're like, oh, man, he was good. You were All you had to do is like sit him up and be like, we'll call an ambulance. Yeah. You know, you're done. So they kick him into the water, and then he, I guess he grabs Sarah Michelle Gellar's crown. Yeah, and then Ryan Philippe tries to go retrieve it. Yeah. And this is the most unrealistic part of this movie. Well, because <laughs> his eyes open again, so now he's your second chance to save this guy. Yeah. Um, oh, then, we'll go get help. I'm sorry. You but know. instead, Ryan Felipe is like, <laughs> and he swims to the <laughs> top. I hear anything? No, 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 no. <laughs> well, I think that's why Ryan Phillippe is in there because, like, he's, he's going to retrieve the crown from. He never, he never gets. Does he get out and say that he's alive? No, no they all know it, and they just kind of move on. Well, he, even oh, alive. yeah, I forgot he grabs her. That's why yeah, they kick yeah. him. They kick him in. But uh, it's okay. I'm alive. I knew you were gonna say that. <laughs> yeah. I knew. yeah. It's all right. Hey guys, really, I forgot it's about okay. when he's I'm walking alive. away. I'm just everything's cool. Like we'll go separate ways. Good. 
weird. I was gonna say, well, then are you done with the scene? No, I was just yeah. gonna say this is the most unrealistic part of this movie. Oh, that he's like floating at the bottom. No, it's because if you've ever been to an ocean, you cannot open your eyes in the ocean whatsoever. Yeah. You cannot see. It's a movie of. trope I hate, man. It's they awful. do it all the time in movies where I'm like, your eyes will be burning. Oh, you're saying? Around, oh, I see what you're saying. Where they're okay. swimming around and their eyes are open in ocean yeah, water, and you can just see everything perfectly. Yeah, and I'm like, when I've, you need goggles, no, no matter what water you're in. He should have been really cool had he like pulled them out of his pocket. Like some goggles, and, and he, he put his nose in. plugs on yeah. as a snorkel. He's like, "Hold on!" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is the part I hate from the movie because they had two opportunities to save him and they don't. Oh yeah, these unredeemable. Yeah, unredeemable. Yeah. So they make the pack. You know, whenever we're going to speak of this again, one year later, which is actually stupid because in my notes, uh, when it cut to her at college, I was like, "Man, they'd even say." I don't know if they said how long it had been. But I was like, what is it, like five years ago, six years down yeah. the line? And I was like, oh, wait, the movie's called I Know What You Did Last Summer. One year is so not it's been enough a year. time to... Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it wow. took me a second. So she goes home for the summer. She's in college, and she looks like a mess. Or you can just kind of tell... Because it. of the bangs, I guess? Like, and she has bangs. She looks like, like shit She now. doesn't look like she's washed her hair. So you're like, oh, man, I she's guess. a mess. Um, but Her she, grades are bad. Oh, that would be... She's a straight-A student. Yeah. That's the whole... That's what they... That's, Julie, yeah. they, they Julie if you don't come back from break and improve your grades, you're going to get kicked out of college. They should have like done something like that, but they don't. Well, yeah. and, well and then her mom is like, hey, are you on drugs? You haven't been the same for a year now. So Julie, get, you look like shit. Wash your hair. <laughs> um, so this is when she gets the letter uh, yeah. while she's at home and says, I know what you did last summer. And she goes to see Helen, who she hasn't seen in a you know, full year. And Helen's smoking now. She's yes, really you, feeling you tell, the yeah. of this. <laughs> um, well, she goes to um, Helen's sister, uh, Bridget uh, Nielsen. Uh, Wilson. Wilson. <laughs> Nielsen. Um, she's uh, Bridget Nielsen's uh, Red Sonia. I know. I know. <laughs> so Bridget works at like this like uh, clothes store, and she's like, hey, can you tell me where Helen's at? And she's like, well, why don't you try 10 feet to your right or whatever? And it turns up Helen never went anywhere. She ended up working at the store after she talked about all these big dreams she had. So, they go visit Barry, and Barry is, like, super intense, and he is like, I think it's Max, and he's like, I'm gonna go see Max. So, they go see yeah. Max, and he, I don't think, it's like, a, it's a whole, like, let's reconnect with everybody in the next five minutes. Yeah, and I, I will say, you know what, none of these people look rough, throw a beard on Freddie Prince Jr., yeah. make it look like, you know, they all look the exactly they did a year ago. Like make them look rough. All of it's yeah. like all of it's like let's meet this character. Oh yeah, this is what I've been doing for the last year. I've been working this clothing store for the yeah. last year, and Things it's like Freddie Freddy Prince. Well, oh you know, yeah, I've been a fisherman for the last year. Dude, give give Ryan Felipe a gut. Dude, he needs to be, yeah, he needs to be like Thor in Endgame. Yeah, like give gut, me some, make gut him and all. look like they've really suffered. Yeah. Don't just tell me you've suffered. Show me. Don't look him at. Don't make him look as beautiful as they are in this movie. Yeah, they look exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. Especially yeah. Helen. You think Helen would be a little bit more of a mess, and she's really not. No. Um, but yeah, they go visit Max, and Ryan Felipe threatens him, and I don't think Max is very threatened because he's kind of like, dude, he's like, get off me. Like, he doesn't really... Yeah, because he doesn't know what the hell's going on. He's yeah, but just, he just doesn't seem scared. He's, he's been moving on with his life. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> um, so then he goes see Ray. Well, Ray happens to be at the dock, and... Look 10 feet to your right. Yeah, basically. It's, it's, it's a, a whole <laughs> bunch of, like, look off over there. Look 10 feet to your right. Yeah. Now yeah. go to the other side. Yeah. <laughs> There's that person, and then there's that person. Jump to the left. <laughs> dun, dun, jump to the right. Same movie set. Um, Weird. So, yeah, so they meet, and they're, you know, they're not really a group again, but they've all met. And this is, right after this is when we get Max's death, 
which I think is the most brutal part of the movie because Max is... It's the only kill that's like shown in full. Yeah, it's pretty creepy because he's sitting there, I don't know. Yeah, no kidding. Everything else is kind of just like, I mean, Sarah Michelle's is like in the shadows kind of. Yeah. And with a trash can blocking the way. Well, Bridget Wilson, I feel like they show her body and it's it's probably... They show her being dragged away. Which is kind of like, oh man, that's graphic. Oh, like the hooks. I was like, like I, just, oh, I thought you were responding her. to what Hanta <laughs> said. Like, <laughs> yeah, but the hooks like in her, like underneath her rib cage. Yeah, like, I actually wrote that down like, in my oh, notes. Oh man, that's pretty intense. Hers is pretty intense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like everybody else is intense except for the two main people involved with the murder. Yeah, or the hit and run. Yeah, and I, maybe it's because they don't want to graphically murder them for Their like audience faces. Sake. Yeah, <laughs> because like they they both get murdered off screen. Yeah, Ryan Phillippe, they do, I'm pretty sure they use the same cut over and over again. Every time they do, like, it shows his face like, oh, oh, you know, it's yeah. like the same cut. Yeah. And they just show the hook, like, you know, kind of like doing like this, your typical scream arm with on the screen going off screen, you know, showing yeah. that he's impacting or whatever. I hate, what I hate about this movie, one of the things I hate about this movie is I hate that every time somebody gets killed, the bodies disappear so quickly. Yes. And I'm like, yes. oh, dude, I had that, that pisses me off. Yeah, you're violently brutalizing these people with a hook, and I want to see the aftermath where you're like cleaning up the dock floors. Every yeah. Oh no, the worst one it. out of all of them, Johnny Glucky. is Max in the back of the trunk. That is a bunch of bullshit. How did you clean that up in like a minute and a half with no signs, with crabs and shit yeah. in like, daylight on a main road? Yeah, I, yeah, I've always hated that. That's, I hate that, and I hate like you know as soon as Ryan Philby gets killed, it's like okay, you didn't see. You went up there like immediately. Felipe. 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 Sorry. You went up Star there. Star of the shooter. You went up there immediately, and there's no blood. I, I said that Honda like, started nodding, him. like, yeah, he is. I was the like shooter. thinking about it, and I was like, hmm. that's right. But, no, we but were yeah, saying, you go up there, and there's like no blood anywhere. Like, you didn't see visibly any blood, and no. like somehow he snuck his body off At that platform. At least leave one now. ice cube. And who's the asshole? Who stops? Man, like, you're getting sorry, this, super this tense right now. This frustrated the shit. I mean, like when when Michelle Sarah Michelle Gellar's on stage screaming because her boyfriend's dying. Yeah, and she's trying to run to him, and somebody grabs her. and's like, no, don't get through this yeah. wall. Who's the asshole? He's like, don't worry, I got her. I'm like, why are yeah. you holding her? Yeah, like let her form just... a wall, guys. Yeah, they all form a wall. But at the same time, she's not really saying anything. I actually wrote in my notes like if something was happening and people weren't buying it, I'd be like, oh, he's choking. He's Or something yeah, just but to be like... you got yeah. this girl who's been normal for her, her entire life. She lives Not in this town. past year. She ain't how the do same. You, how do you know? We didn't see it because they didn't show us and they, they told us. Regardless of any other circumstance, why the hell would you get in front of somebody during a frantic moment like that? Like, why would you build a wall in front of somebody when like, so, like when they're like basically flipping their shit? I'm pretty sure... Like, everybody... Oh, I agree 100%. What I'm saying agree, is, like, yeah. if, you, if I flip my shit in public... Everybody just get out of my way. <laughs> oh, I would like, try to help her to figure out what the situation is. And I would grab it, her by the shoulders. And, and if it was her. false, then yeah, like, like uh, but yeah, if she would have been like, "Fire, sweetheart, what are you yeah. talking about?" If she's like pointing out, a, pointing out a fire, and they're like, "No, uh, I didn't see it." Create yeah. a wall, guys, block her from getting over the. That's I would, I would yell, fire extinguisher. I would yell, "Ice cream, yeah. like, ice cream." <gasps> And then that's when you just walk past and yeah. get up there. Yeah. Or you just calmly don't say anything but <clears throat> and just walk past everybody. Like, that was the better... Yeah. Yeah, do, like the, do like the fast walking, fast pace uh, walking. <laughs> excuse me? Excuse it's just, excuse I hate it because it, it it's just it's not yeah. how, it's not how a mob would. of people would react. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> Max's death is like brutal because um, they do the, like the claw underneath the um, like the, under his chin. Yeah, like the fish hook or whatever. It, brutal, man. That yeah. makes me cringe. And I'm pretty sure uh, John Hawks in that sequel it happens the same thing to him. He's like another no-name character that has nothing to do with the revenge. Okay, you have to remind me. I don't remember this. John Hawks is uh, for, uh, 
Freddie Prince's buddy. He's like going with him. He works with him on the docks. Okay, I remember this. And then uh, Freddie Prince is like going to try to get to Julia or something. And then yeah. They end up getting run off the road or something. Yeah, it was it's like, like super on the brutal. Side of, yeah, it's like on the. It's the same exact thing that happens almost like with the cop. I think where the cops like, yeah, let's pull this car over and go help this guy. Yeah, and then John Hawks gets hit. I remember this underneath the chin. I think you see everything. But yeah. it's like again, it's like oh, he's like gets the worst of it, and he's like a no name. He's like yeah. poor guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. So yeah, now Max is dead, and then we cut. We start getting like a not like a montage, but like bad things happening. So we got Barry, who's working out. And he gets one of the notes yeah. too in this in this fishing warehouse apparently yeah. that has the locker room, the gym equipment, and the reception desk all in one room. Yeah, you're right. Showers and everything. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking, yeah, we'll get there. Um, so yeah, Barry's working out, and he's got he gets a picture of his car on the back. It says "I know," and he runs outside. And Matt's, Matt, go ahead, Matt. Say what it. Happens in, I can't cheap. remember what happens. Can you remind me what happens in Scary Movie? They like take a Polaroid of his dick, <laughs> and it's real small. And he's like, "Son of a bitch!" He starts hitting the lockers. That's right, because it's like the water was cold. <laughs> yeah. Like <laughs> anyway, so Ryan Felipe <laughs> runs outside, and he gets chased by this car, and which I don't understand why he doesn't jump out of the way. Like, there's so many opportunities. It's, it's, the, it's the Christine scenario of go left yeah. or right or yeah. Prometheus. Anywhere, go anywhere. Yeah. 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 And um, yeah, Prometheus especially. We should try this out in the parking lot later. <laughs> I've always wondered about this with you. You try to hit me with the car, and I'm just gonna get out of the way. Yeah, it I'll would... try to hit you with the car, and you try to and like as like we'll go a straight line, and you try to figure out as many ways as possible dodging my car. I would just do yeah. uh, I would do a John McEnroe from uh, Mr. Deeds, and I would jump over the car. <laughs> Whoa! You were the referencer this time of Adam Sandler. <laughs> yeah, I did you did it? Proud of it. Welcome. Um, just to show you where we're at in the Adam Sandler timeline, Adam Sandler just had a new movie released yesterday. I want to watch this. I want to yeah, watch this. It's a murder mystery movie with Jennifer Aniston. Did you hear oh, okay. though about what his next project is? No, I'm listening. Apparently, it's him, and he has to go to like this like New England town and save Halloween or something like that. So it's a Halloween themed Adam Sandler movie. This is, this is what I've been waiting for, dude. I love when comedy and horror mash. Dude, if this movie is horrible, I'm still going to refer to it as your movie. My movie. <laughs> like, it's Matt's movie. Super, but dude, I've been, okay, it. I've been I talked about this several times in the podcast. I wish that Hotel Transylvania would have been a real life movie. Yeah, I've talked about it. And this, it would have yeah. been the actors like David Spade in makeup and Yeah, that would be cool. Steve Buscemi in makeup and Adam, and Adam Sandler in makeup and stuff like that. Like I would have loved to have watched that. Yeah. Do you think you're just saying that because do you remember that skit when Phil Hartman played uh, Frankenstein? Yeah. Is that Frank, maybe where uh, lawyer Frankenstein and then yeah. Adam Sandler yeah. looked like um that was the opera singer no, he's wearing the cape. No, he looks I know, like I know, no, he's just... the vampire in um Chuck and Larry. Yeah, he's he dresses the... up like Dracula in Chuck and Larry. Never you seen it. Never yeah. seen it. You know I, I remember because I've never seen it. Chuck and Larry is pretty good, man. But man, what like... a fun movie that would have been. Like yeah. yeah, I know. Even if it would have been bad. What a fun movie! Matt is standing on the table right now. Yeah, he's telling us about that. You gotta calm down. You have to relax. We have to change history. We have to go back in time again. So Ryan Felipe gets hit by the car, brutally hit. And so in the book, yeah. he actually gets the note saying like meet at the football field. Like it's spelled M E A T. It's like yeah, meet at the meet, football. Yeah, oh go. shit, I yeah. love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love <laughs> I love meat. I love meat. <laughs> Protein. Uh, he meets with the killer and then it's the same situation, uh, but he actually shoots Ryan Philippe or the character in the spine. Really? Wow. He gets like paralyzed from wow. the waist down, yeah. So, but they didn't want to do a movie where he, like he would have been paralyzed for the rest of the movie, right? So they're like, he's totally normal. After, after he gets massively injured from this car, he's like totally fine. Yeah, yeah, he's got a few scratches. I on his scratched face. my eyebrow. Oh, oh, ouch! Ooh, 
Yeah, they uh, do it like they they go soft on the pretty people in this movie. They I feel really like. do. They do. They kinda... they do. To the point where they have to show them getting killed off screen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so they um so they 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 kind of form this opinion that um someone who died that night could be the person they hit. Yeah. So they go to visit this person, like the kid sitting on the cliff at the beginning. They find out that he had, was found like that same night, like in okay. a fishing net, I think. Yeah. So they think that was yeah that, that had that's to be who him. They hit. Yeah. So they're like, well. He has, I don't know, let's go visit this house and see if we can get more information. This is when we meet Anne Heche, and she talks about her brother dying the, the previous been, summer. She actually, the way she is portrayed in this movie is how the rest of the characters should be portrayed a year after the events. Oh, like, oh, all kind of like distraught, like, kind of? She even says, like, yeah, nothing has been the same since he yeah. died, yeah. blah, 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 and she looks disheveled. She just looks like... She's suffered from uh, a yeah. tragic event. I think well, you're this, right. This she, may actually come from a real life event. She had a stepbrother that committed suicide. Oh, okay. So really? yeah, you so. can. This might be a little bit of method acting. So she probably wow. tapped into that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, but you're right because she even talks about like, you know, I don't get a lot of visitors around here. She seems like she wants that attention. Yeah, she says nothing has been the same ever but since the death. I know it ruins it for me. Is they try to give her like a red herring Texas chainsaw like. Yep, and she's not she like that at all. Yeah, like ooh, yeah. who's this? Like yeah. it shouldn't be like that at all. Oh, you yeah. know. By the way, here's a really quick side fact. Is this about Adam Sandler again? No, Adam Sandler should be making uh, <laughs> Texas Chainsaw. What he should be doing? Um, no, this house is the house that is used in the first Conjuring movie. Oh, is it really? Oh, fact, isn't that kind of cool? Nice. Is cool. Yeah, and the road that they drive on in the beginning of the movie where they hit the kid the, is the same one from Scary Movie. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> it's from the birds. It's the same road that was okay. in the birds. It's probably the the Pacific Coast Highway because they filmed in California. Yeah, I think that scene is the only one they filmed in California. The rest is North Carolina. And then I think the end of the movie where the, the boat they're filming in Cape Fear. Oh, uh, on the same boat that went down with Rob De Niro. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Good facts. Uh, <laughs> oh, you know what I was watching the other day? Kind oh, of a side man. thing. What do you got? Yeah. This Scary. is kind of a cool little story. I was uh, so Joe Bob Riggs is in uh, Casino. Yep. Yeah. He is. And they, and I was watching this interview or listening to this audio interview with him and the guy, the guy asked me, he's like, what was it like working with Martin Scorsese? And uh, he's like, oh man, it was great. And he talked about it. He's like, yeah, one of the first things Martin Scorsese came up to me and said was, he was like, what is your favorite? He's like, so what's the best women in prison movie? Oh. And he's like, oh, this is great. Like he watches the show. That's cool. And I was like, man, how cool would that, like, dude, I would probably like, my head would explode if I would have been in the room right cool. there. If he was listening to Cinema Cole. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, like my, 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 one of my idols. And then my so, other so idols. So Scorsese came up to you like, and he huh? was like, so he was like, what's your favorite Adam Sandler hey, movie? Hey, <laughs> Don't you guys think that Hotel Transylvania should have been real life? Like, Wait, why does Martin hey, Scorsese sound like... No, hey, I said that. Oh, I think... And they're like, get out of your kid. And I'm like, <laughs> okay. Hey, hey, don't you think... Uh, I don't know what... That's... Wouldn't it have been spookier? Who is like... that supposed to be, by the way? Uh, I thought that was Matt's impression of Martin Scorsese. No, that's my impression oh. of me. No, it doesn't... Uh, he talks fast and, you know, he knows a lot about movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, nope, I'm not going to No, I, I was going to say... Don't even bother. Not going to have it. <laughs> so, he's on. the man. Anne Heche does talk about her brother's friend who came to visit named Billy Blue. And then they that leave sounds it at like that. a mob name. Yeah, it does. So <laughs> they leave Blue. it. They leave it at that, and we'll come back to it later on. They end up leaving because Jennifer Love Hewitt's so upset, and then they give her. And I, I do. They make. They do this. Yeah, they do like the. Hey, hey, you forgot your cigarettes. Yeah, you just got me. Did really? you jump? You oh yeah, this one got me. They got some. Okay, I will. I'll say. Here's my. I other, think that was in the trailer. Here's my other plus with this movie. There's some good jump scares that got I me. I did not jump times. once. What, which ones do you? Uh, what other ones? That one I jumped on, and I jumped on. Uh, 
oh gosh, what was it? It might have been the very last one. When they, when it was they every say, time when, they, when, oh, when, her, when her mom's like, Julie, you got a letter? You jumped? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, dude, right out of my slippers. My slippers. <laughs> 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 but like, it, there's a couple of like, I think it's like the timing where it's like, you know, it's coming. And it doesn't come on the time where you thought beat. it. Yeah, it comes off beat, and you're like, "Oh man, that got me." Yeah, damn it! It makes you put your feet in their Crocs. Yeah, you know, and you can really no. Yeah, there you oh. go. <laughs> common, common saying. So, Sarah put Michelle, your feet in somebody's Crocs for a minute, and you tell <laughs> yeah. me how you feel. Yeah. I feel disgusting. <laughs> Why don't you walk a mile on my Crocs? <laughs> so, it's Sarah Michelle Geller goes home, and you can tell like her home life is kind of quiet, and they never show any parents. They show oh, the father, don't they? Isn't oh, did the they for Sarah? TV or something? Oh, okay. I don't know. Yeah. I don't um, know what the dad's deal is. So I'm going to get to a really good point here, but her sister comes up and she's like, hey, make sure you're at work early, blah, blah, blah. And while this is going on, you see like the killer walking through the house, like yeah. whatever, just doing his thing. Creeping out on Sarah Michelle Geller. Yeah. In, in all reality, he probably wouldn't be just walking around the house and that, I mean, he wasn't going to kill her anyway, so why would you hear he... probably like the sound of the leather of the slicker like... Yeah. yeah, yeah, whatever the sound it makes. Yeah, I decided that yeah. like he's, he's running through the hallway trying to get away. It's like so a wobbly it, record. In all reality, if he was in that house, he'd probably be hiding. You know, trying to make sure he's not seen. And <laughs> uh, I'm trying to get this quote up, Matt. Go ahead. Sorry, I can imagine in a closet, and he's trying to breathe or move because every time he moves, it makes like a rubber noise. Yeah. He's like. He's like. <laughs> Every time his chest is compressing, he's making the rubber. Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Go ahead. So there's all these scenes of him like just standing in the hallway and like lightning flashing and stuff like that. And like we said, in all reality, he probably would be sneaking around trying to get to her. And I actually had a buddy the other day. Shout out to a buddy named Corey. He brought up the movie Strangers. Oh, and okay. There's a lot of scenes in the movie where they're like walking creepy and they're doing creepy things, but they're doing it for the audience. They wouldn't actually be doing that. Mm-hmm. Like because no one's oh. actually seeing them do that. Okay. It's mainly to freak the audience out. And like they really want to do that. Yeah. And I feel like this scene is like that. He wouldn't stand all creepy in front of a window in the hallway because yeah, he he's just trying to get stuff. in there to cut her hair off. Yeah. So <laughs> I thought that was once you say it out loud. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not going to kill her because I mean that's his plan in the end. It's yeah. just to cut her hair off. To cut her hair off. But how stupid would you feel if like this whole thing? This is why I feel like the, the whole slicker thing is stupid. Yeah. The city slicker. <laughs> this city slicker's coming down here, and he's trying to cut my girlfriend's hair off. But like, I think it's stupid because it's like if he gets caught, he gets caught with a pair of scissors in his pocket, <gasps> wearing a, a Gordon Fisherman outfit. Yeah. And he's like, well, I was just trying to cut her hair off. And they're like, who the hell are you? What? Like, this what is, are you doing? You know I mean, if the cops had like, if the cops caught up with him. Like, Do you think he cut her hair off with the hook? No, he cut him off with scissors. I know, I was just being smart. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that would have been really hard. Yeah. Um, but yeah, actually being caught in that situation would have been pretty stupid. He should have shaved her eyebrows off because there's no wig for oh, that. Oh, yeah, that's that's bad news for a beauty And pageant. the rest of the movie, she has drawn on eyebrows. It looks like, like surprise for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's like arced way too high. <laughs> <laughs> One's arced really high. The other's normal. She just looks at the rock. She <laughs> saw the rock is cooking. <laughs> Half curious. Dude, that was good. Half Anta. not surprised. <laughs> Sarah, sweetheart, you look confused. <laughs> what are you talking about? I'm acting normal right now. <laughs> you got a letter too? <laughs> Did I say something shocking? <laughs> Sarah, sweetheart, do you not understand what we're saying? 
Yeah. You look taken awesome. aback. <laughs> she's just sleeping. <laughs> she just looks confused while she's sleeping too. Audience, do you remember that beet red look I told you Hanto gets sometimes? <laughs> this is the reddest I've seen Hanto go. You oh. seen that, that scene in uh, uh, Chocolate Factory when the girl turns into the big... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 We, replace that with red. That's me right Replace now. that with Hanto. <laughs> you ate raspberries. <laughs> that was a good rock reference. Oh. Um, so she goes to sleep, <laughs> and then she wakes up in the morning, and then she realizes like her hair has kind of fallen out, and she runs to the mirror... And it says soon. Is that right? Yeah. Yeah, it says soon written on the mirror, and she screams, and her hair is all cut now. Way better scream than J-Love. Oh, yeah. Dude, yeah. That's what I mean, man. Her scream is awesome. And then she yeah, starts, she... like, punching the mirror. Yeah. Like, hell it's yeah. an intense scene. It's like, this is... She's... We're missing out, man. Yeah. Why is not... Why are we not seeing more of Sarah Michelle Gellar? She should have been a lot more... She should have been, like, the Jamie Lee Curtis of, like, the 90s. She kind of was. No, she had that. You, in. you had that. You had Buffy. You had Grudge. Well, like like slasher movies, like oh, you had Grudge, <clears throat> Scream Two. But Grudge, Scream is, Two. Grudge is like a vignette of. I, I guess she was horror movies. Yeah. She's yeah. done a lot of horror things. Yeah. So it's still. I'll she is, it. but she doesn't. There's no movie that's like hers. Grudge. Yeah. Nah, yeah. it kind of is, but that movie is split up in like three or four different stories. I love that. You movie. brought that up, and I forgot that, that movie she was is even not good. Really? It is a good movie. That's a creepy movie. I need to watch it again. It is creepy. Do you ever watch the Japanese version? Yeah. That's probably good, right? <laughs> yeah, the Japanese. Um, I've seen a couple of the the Japanese ones. They're they're pretty yeah. solid. They're creepy, they, they, man. They creep it. Yep, they creep it. They creep it um, real good. <laughs> That's a cool shirt. What's that? That's a cool T shirt. <laughs> creep it, creep real, it real good. Creep it real good. Um, so the next day, this is when uh, Hewitt finds Max in the back of her car. Wait, is it hears, Jennifer Love Hewitt? Jennifer Love Hewitt. Okay. Just yeah. Okay. Um, so yeah, she hears a rattling and she opens up the trunk of her car and there's Max with like. Um, and I'm not talking about the venereal disease, but there's like, <laughs> there's crabs all over him and like crawling out of his mouth. Like he gets the worst out of this movie. He, dude. Yeah. I feel bad Real for this bad. guy yeah, for like no reason. So she runs over to Felipe and, uh, Michelle Geller and tells them they come back like minutes later. Trunk is completely empty. They don't believe her. I don't believe her because no way, nobody will clean it up that quick. Oh, for sure. And then we get probably the most iconic scene of the movie when she's yelling up into the sky, what are you waiting for, huh? Oh, yeah. What are you waiting for? This is cringy now. It's bad. It's like, it's so overdramatic. And this is what I mean. They give her like these overdramatic moments where like she's not a bad actress, but it's just kind of like goofy. Um, and this yeah. is just kind of a goofy, it plays out goofy. I, I don't mind it. It's... It's okay. It is this is the part where I've been like not like yelling into the sky. I'd be running around like seeing, trying to find that one person dragging a body. Yeah. Well, they should have had her like uh. in tears, like breaking down. But I feel like I don't know. Maybe just they didn't give her enough to work with. But she's like, not good. You don't like her? Not in this movie. Really? I think she's okay in it. I think if it was me, who would have done it? You as the Jennifer Love Hewitt? Uh, yeah, I would have acted like I didn't see anything, and just been like just to like get at the killer, but I. Like I would, I would act like I went into like the trunk, reach for the tire iron. <laughs> yeah, I went into the trunk and grabbed something out, and just closed the door because I knew the killer was probably watching me, right? Yeah, yeah. And like, how much would that piss the killer off? He's just like, "What the hell?" He's like, "I set up all these crap." I know she sees it. I know she sees it. Was she stupid? <laughs> and he like comes out. That's when he would come out. He's like, "It's right there." Come and you're on. Like, so you're the killer. Knew it. Gordon cool. Fisherman. <laughs> Gordon's fisherman. So we cut to them going. Oh yeah, we had this totally extreme moment when Ryan Felipe greets Freddie Prince Jr. with a punch to the face. Oh, yeah. And yeah. then Ryan, uh, or um, um, 
who were they just talking about? Ryan Fieldman. Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah, yeah. He was like, guys, I got a letter too. Dude, he gets it the like the least, the softest way. Yeah, He's he like, does. I think I got a letter. Are you guys talking about that one from the bank? Nick, no, we're talking about uh, about foreclosure. Like, it's what? that spam letter that said like I'm a, I can <laughs> that I'm available to take out a new credit card. Yeah. Like, no, not that letter. Wait, oh, are you talking okay. about the one where I have to pass on to seven seven new friends in seven <laughs> days, or else I have bad luck for the rest of my life? The chain letter. And they're like, no, it's from the killer. He's like, oh, well, oh, then I, I haven't received yeah, anything. I'm still waiting. I, I Guys, it happened to me too. Look, and like his mailbox is on the ground. He's <laughs> dragging it behind the it's just a mail. It's just a mailbox on the ground. Like someone hit it over. I'm like, um, yeah, that's not that bad. So yeah, so they're trying to make you Somebody think. scratched my car and drove <laughs> off. Like, yeah, he's after me too. Um, blue paint all over my red car. So they're trying to make you think that like, He's the killer because he's not in this movie very much. For a second. Because even Julie's like kind of confused too, right? She's like, yeah. She's like, aren't you a bigger star in this movie? <laughs> <laughs> aren't you second build in this movie? Um, <laughs> um, so they have this confrontation, decide they're going to work together. And then when they're on the docks, um, they see a guy in a raincoat and Ryan Felipe guns it after this dude. Oh, yeah. He pushes an old guy to the ground. He's like, watch out. And then he oh, tackles the raincoat guy. Yeah. And it's not him. And then this is when we get the parade. But he, get, too. he like he gives it to him though, man. He like starts punch him in the face. Yeah. When it's <laughs> yeah, he turns his face into jelly. Yeah, just like drive. Yeah. And then he goes around <laughs> and continues that with every person he sees dressed in a slicker. Yeah. <laughs> you. It's a pretty brutal scene. And then well, then it cuts to the parade, and uh, Sam Michelle Gellar's in this like parade for like the annual Fourth of July thing. Ryan Felipe is sitting on front of the float, just like keep eye for. Wait, wait, you were just talking about the scene. We talked about it no. earlier, earlier Wait, on. Wait, mean? did you not just talk about this like a second ago? No, I was just talking about when he chases the guy down the dock and punches him. Yeah, is this that was, the same scene? Yeah. Oh man, I told it out of reverse. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I was like, dad, I thought I was going crazy there for a second. I was like, did I just go into the future? <laughs> <laughs> You're always in the future, a future man. Future moment. <laughs> now I am. 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 Matt, when would you say you're in the future? Now I am. <laughs> now I am. Yeah, my bad. So they're at this parade. Oh, I was. They see the hundred people. <laughs> I was. They see the hundred people sitting there with their slickers on, a bunch of these city slickers. Yeah. And uh, it's all these Billy Crystals, like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, so, but yeah, that's when Ryan Felipe chased one of them down and beats him up. And Julie goes to visit Anne Haish again. And this is when she realizes it's oh, such a stupid. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't your brother we killed. And it's a, such a stupid reveal. It's like, yeah, he had that tattoo on his arm. And it's like David didn't have a tattoo. And they're like, oh man, <gasps> I put so much work into this. Yeah, I mean, I worried about this for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Julie, love Hewitt, Jennifer, Julie, dude, you were, what? <laughs> he said like Hanzo's shaking. Is there's four names down? Downtown Julie Hewitt. Dude, everybody in this movie. Julie, Jennifer, Love, Hewitt. And you said every single one of them separate. Every combination try like, to make it work in At this scene, Love. Dude, yeah, you got, Love. Yeah. I was like, so are you many... talking about Jennifer Love Hewitt? Yeah, or? Jennifer no, Love Hewitt. Called, he, said, he said Hewitt. Referred to her as Hewitt. Like when you're writing a paper and you don't want to use the yeah, too many yeah. times. Or but. You don't want to yeah. use but too many times. So you or use like the. Different ways to say but. Like, like a uh, like dot, 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 dot. Like you don't want to like create a period <laughs> or a comma. It's just kind of like a. And then there's some space up ahead. Dot, dot, dot. And then. <laughs> well, I want to keep saying. I want to keep using this word. Everybody has their three names. Sarah Michelle Geller, Freddie Prinze Jr., Ryan Gunther Felipe. Like they all have <laughs> their. Dude, Gunther. you really had me there for a minute. I was <laughs> like. I was like, wow, what a that is true. Everyone has three names yeah. in this movie. Sarah Michelle Geller, Jennifer Love Hewitt, 
Freddie Prince Jr. and then Ryan Gunther Felipe. You know what? Here's just the thing. like a serial killer. Okay, I understand <laughs> that like you like you want to stand out as an actor, but this will not get your name on the poster if everybody else's name has three names on it. Because it's going to take up the entire. <laughs> it's going to take up at the entire. That's what it is. It's like that's yeah. what the thought it knocks out is. all the other important people in uh, necessary to make a movie because you got all the stars with their names, their multiple names. Yeah. And there's a there's that also there's that uh, theory that if you go to change your name as an actor, you change it to three syllables. Oh. So it's like Matt Damon. Okay. Like it just sounds better. It Matt, rings better. Matt Usually it's Damon. like a first syllable for the or one syllable for the first name, two syllables for the last name. Okay. Oh, interesting. Then Affleck. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Isn't that weird? So you like, like you kind of like start like, like uh, Madonna. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you got <laughs> it. Oh, like Denzel Wash. Ing yeah, ton. Ing ton. Nope. <laughs> Denzel Wash. You either go like really short, or you go really long. So okay. it's either you do really short so with you three just, syllables. So you just use whatever name that you have. Yeah. Or you go really long with like Jennifer Love Hewitt. Stupid. Okay. So it, it like stands out on a movie poster. I dig it. It's yeah. bigger on a movie poster. Okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, Isn't that interesting? Kind of like w- weird little things that like you notice about advertising. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, this is when little John, John, uh, Don Draper over here. Yeah. <laughs> at, at exec over here. <laughs> Barry and Helen end up reconnecting. I wish this would have happened earlier in the movie. But they're at her like pageant um, anniversary, yeah, and they're like kind of holding each other. And this should have happened twenty minutes ago in the movie that they were kind of like, "Hey, I want to be there for you." But it happens kind of too late because he goes back up into the stands like he did at the beginning of the movie. She's on stage, and why she... is he? Why is he like? Ex- Secluding himself from the the crowd when he knows that somebody is after them. That's a good point. Well, I'm thinking that he's doing this to look on the crowd. Oh, to get a better view. Yeah, to get a better view. Like, okay, two exits behind him that somebody can yeah, come he and just, kill him. Yeah, he's just dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, so Sarah Michelle Gellar sees that there's somebody behind Barry, and she stands up, and she starts screaming, and then Barry gets attacked and killed within seconds, and cleaned up within seconds. Yeah. <sighs> God, um, it's, just, it's the dumbest part of this I movie. This. I hate this because it's like it's, it's like it's impossible at this point. It's like at this point in the movie, you got to explain that this guy has supernatural powers. Yeah, it's like this movie tries so hard leave not to a trace of the body. It's like it tries so hard not to be a supernatural movie or supernatural killer, but yeah. it still takes those elements of supernatural. And, and it's like that doesn't make sense. Then the same thing happens. I think a lot, of, in reality. a lot of the same thing happens in that sequel where it's like. I swear the body was just right there. You know, there's blood like splattered all over the walls and stuff. Like, but like, why not leave the bodies around? It makes it creepier. Yeah, it makes it creepier. The cops are involved now. Yeah. They're like, all right, there's people after you. And then we we're had, starting looking at red herrings I and said, suspects. I said you had cops in that screen movie and it worked. Yeah, I would have thought the killer was the wolf from Pulp Fiction. And oh yeah, that would have made more sense. I, I yeah. move, I, it's like I move fast, I drive fast, I talk fast. <laughs> And it was, they call the wolf, and it's like thirty seconds later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let's okay. I, I let me set up the scene, and then I want to talk about it. So Sarah Michelle Geller, the cops show up, and they're talking. There were uh, there's panic, but everybody's kind of calmed down now. They take her, and they're going to drive her home. She's sitting in the back seat oh, of this cop car, God. and the cop's kind of a jerk to her. But then he kind of ends up being kind of nice. Yeah. But as they're driving, he goes, "Oh, it looks like this road's closed because there's like a post in the middle of the road." So he backs up, and he's like, we'll have to go down the alleyway. As they go down the alleyway, they see this guy working on his car. The cop goes, all right, give me just a second. I'm going to check on this guy. He gets out. Sarah Michelle Gellar goes, that's him. That's the killer. And then the killer turns around and guts him. Okay? They park right a before, thousand feet away from this guy. Well, no. I was going to say, well, this is like right before the huge chase scene with Sarah Michelle Gellar. 
But in logic, so the killer sent up this roadblock sign and decided, okay, they're going to turn around and come yeah. down this alleyway where I'll be standing here working on this car. And how long do you think the fisherman pretended to work on the car as cars drove by? And he's like, this is it. He's like, you're working on this car. And maybe he was just like hitting it with a hammer, like, tong, tong, tong. Yeah. And, he's and just then, hitting, no, he's just hitting it with his, his fish hook. Yeah. Tink, tink. <laughs> so this dude probably just sat there pretending like he was working on this car forever with this elaborate plan of like, okay, well, they'll have to take a left here because Brook Street's closed. But if I put a post here, they're yeah. going to turn where I'm working yeah, on this exactly. car. It's too, it's not. It's too elaborate, but it's not explained. And I feel like I kind of like it when the setup's there. You know what I mean? When the yeah. killer obviously set them up to be at that spot yeah. at that time. And it's just like, it, and I know what you mean. Like, how well, long did he just sit there and how wait? How long did he sit there? What if the car had never came? Yeah. How long did he work on that car for? Or what if the cop would have just drove past him? The, car, the, car, the cop just drove past him. And he's like, oh. He turns yeah. around, tries to hook it real fast. <laughs> So that or was like, my, why couldn't he use the car again and like, well, they don't block want to the entire car scene. Cause the road wasn't like entirely blocked. Was no, it? No, he could have got around. Yeah. Um, uh, but how many people do you think like would have stopped there to help him out other than the cop and, uh, what's her name? Uh, Sarah Michelle Geller in the back. And how many people do you think he killed in the process? What if two cars right. showed up at the same time? What if a cop car showed up and another car behind them? Oh, yeah. And, he's and like, he was just like, hey, partner, you got my back? Yeah, I got your back. Or what if a car stopped before and they were like, they went up to him. They're like, hey, do you need help? He's like, I'm fucking fine. Get out of here. Exactly. And well, that then all of a sudden, real, the that cop, guy's acting real rude and real suspicious. Right, but then the cop showed up like right behind him. And he's like, officer, I need help. And he's like, what the hell, dude? Did I just say, oh, it's not working. Just yeah. shut off. No, it's not. Get out of here. It doesn't work for you. It works for the officer. Officer, come here, please. Officer with the girl in the back. It's really, it's like just really awkward as he's trying to like not like give himself away, but like yeah. trying to get this other person to go away. Like, There's get more, out of here. More cops uh, surrounding the area. Do you much. need more help? <laughs> oh, well, I'm an auto mechanic, sir. I can help you more than the cop. No, I don't need you. Oh, I'm help. actually, I'm, when I'm off duty, I'm a, a car mechanic, so I can actually help you. I'm the best person for this job. That's great. Get out of here. <laughs> We're wasting all the good surprise on you. Hey, another Adam Sandler reference. There you go. Um, so I think we have, this might be my favorite shot of the movie. Helen gets out of the cop car and she runs away and she runs over a hill. And as she runs into the, the frame, you see the killer walking slowly behind her, but you only see their silhouettes. It's yeah. a really cool looking shot. And then Sarah Michelle, just Sarah Michelle, she, uh, <laughs> that's what the note says. She runs to her sister's store where her moron sister takes the time to open the door and Sarah Michelle like is like screaming. I'm like, yeah. I need your help. And she's like, Hold You do on. this shit to me. If you were screaming, yeah, you'd be you like, had, What are you crying if about? You, you if, literally, if your makeup was running down your face and I can tell you were in distress, I wouldn't be like, Hold on, I forgot the keys. Like I would know something's up. I mean, Matt got here for the the podcast and yeah. you were definitely like, It's open and it wasn't open at all. And you knew that. You knew yeah, it was the, open. The front door wasn't you it was open. closed. You knew it was closed. So this is the exact so same if, scenario. What happens if Matt was in trouble and you didn't? You're yeah, like, and I was like, "It's open, God!" I knocked on the door because it was unlocked. And there's a there's a Gordon Fisherman uh, chasing after Matt before this recording. And you're like, "It's open," and it was locked. And I had to knock again. And, and you were taking your been, sweet time, dude. I would have been gutted right in front of your door, man. I don't know, but you, you didn't show me any signs of distress. Sarah Michelle Geller is clearly in distress in this moment. That's true. Well, he's trying to be mindful of the neighbors because it was like yeah. early in the morning. No, that doesn't make any sense. If somebody was chasing me, I'd probably scream my head off. I wouldn't be mindful of people to be sleeping. Here. I'm, trying to, I'm trying to make an example here. Wait he was your only friend. So, <laughs> Sarah Michelle Geller gets inside, goes upstairs to call the cops, 
And while she's doing that, her sister gets killed. How the hell does Gordon Fishman get inside this building? He breaks in the glass. Oh, he does? Yeah, he... he it's weird. He, like, breaks in the glass and... Does he do, like, one of those cartoon where he's like... Yeah, oh, creates a huge circle. <laughs> yeah, a, a Catwoman. Yeah. Catwoman. <laughs> um, yeah, I totally missed that, too. But, yeah, he gets inside. He, he kills... He breaks the glass that she's standing at in, like, the scene right there. She's oh, at I, the door. I missed and, it. And he's right there, and he smashes through the glass and kills her. Wow. And that's how he gets in. I must have been uh, running to the fridge to get some more Dunkaroos at that moment. <laughs> Sam so. Michelle Gellar doesn't get hear some... anything, by yeah. the way. She what? She, I don't think she hears no, anything. No, she doesn't because no, I she's think upstairs. she's being chased and then sees... Uh, she's calling for her, her sister. Yeah. Or the music's too loud so she can't hear the Yeah, the music first. was too loud in that scene, so... What's Sarah Michelle Gellar's name in this? Helen? Helen. Right? Okay. Yeah, so this... Helen's sister dies right here. And then it cuts to... Elsa, her sister dragged on the hook, which is yeah, it is. That's brutal. actually yeah, pretty graphic. Um, Helen. So Helen comes oh, down. She looks around the room. Thinking of Candyman. That's yeah. why. And then Julia was thinking of uh, uh, Hellraiser. Oh, Julie, oh yeah. Julie, Julie, Julie. It's Uncle Frank. You've got the body, and I've got the brains. That's I know. Street I know. <laughs> <laughs> so Helen looks around, and she finds out that one of the mannequins is the killer. He jumps out. Good and scare. I, it, dude, this... Is so, this the thing that got you? No, but it was just like... This would be like fucking terrifying if this happened to you. Yeah. And you saw it and you're like, it's you. So, <laughs> like... Me and Matt have had talks about these uh, cat and mouse chases that yeah. happen in movies where you know she's going to get it or he's going to get it and you're just kind of waiting for it to happen because you're like, all right, time to move on. Yeah. I feel like this chase is pretty stellar, man. Because um, like her going upstairs... And then she uses that like elevator lift to like pull yeah. herself up. She jumps out a window, falls into some trash. She runs down an all an alleyway, and as she gets to the parade to get help, was he already he was already in the shadows, wasn't he? No, you didn't see him at this point. Okay. But like when she's in the alleyway, she stops, turns around, she keeps stopping. Yeah, yeah, because she was like she's catching her breath, and that's why it's so tense. Because she's a smoker now. I hate this. There's a part in the Conjuring that does this, and or no, not the Insidious. It drives me nuts. Trying to remember. Uh. It's at the end of the movie where okay. he's... Uh, oh, I know. Yeah, he's in the other world, and yeah. he's like, you just keep going ahead. I'm going to take a break in this kitchen. And you're like, yeah. you're right there. Yeah. And then it, it, it sets up the rest... right there. It sets up like the rest of the, the end of the movie. Gotcha. It's kind of stupid. Yeah, I, I hate it. I know what you're saying now. But uh, in this, it's like she just keeps stopping, and she keeps she keeps taking breaks. I'm like, you're right there. Yeah. And I think it's what makes it tense. Like, I imagine being in a full theater and her stopping to turn around and like, yeah, keep yeah. going. Like you're four feet away it's from the typical like yeah. slasher. Like, come on. You know, it, like... I, it works for some reason for me on this, but all of a sudden she gets pulled to the side by the killer. And it's kind of like a, a, a suburban life, if you will. American of, dream. Is um, that an American dream? Yeah. And as Sarah Michelle Geller is getting killed, like this prey is just walking by unknowingly. It should have been the dudes with the stereo from scream Two. dude. Yes. Yeah. Suburban life. The American they just dream. walk around suburban life. They and what it seems. <laughs> a little A bounce and B. Dude, it is like a trigger for you too. That song. Everybody I didn't brought sing up. it. That song. You brought it up to though. That's yeah, my favorite song. That, um, song. that song is awesome. I think the chase is really. I will agree with you. I, I like the chase a lot. It works. I think the emotional like connections there because you don't want to see her get it. You don't want to see him yeah, catch up. She's the best character in this she's movie. She's the best character in this movie, and you don't want to see her die. Um, and I think that's why, like, you're kind of fine with Jennifer Love Hewitt dying at the end. Like, when they do the chase again, you're like, ah, I kind of want to see if he's going to catch up to her. You know she's not because she's the final girl. Yeah. And you know he's not going to catch up to her. Well, yeah. So there, I feel like the emotional cord's not there. There's major stakes to Sarah Michelle Gellar dying right here because you're like, yeah, she is going to get it because she's not the main girl. Yep. Yeah. 
So, well, to compare and contrast, so this is like the end of the movie. This is like the last 15 minutes. So Julie kind of figures out who the killer is. I still don't know. And uh, <laughs> Julie goes to Ray, and she goes to tell him, and she sees on Ray's boat it says Billy Blue. And she's like, you're Billy Blue. Maybe you're the killer. I don't know anything. So she runs away, and this is when she runs into some rain. Doesn't he get, like, clotheslined by um, Ben Ben Willis? Or, yeah. yeah, Ben Willis. And she runs to this guy, and the guy's like, go get on my boat. Go. And she runs on to it. And then she looks, and she sees all these pictures on the uh, on the boat, and she realizes, like, oh, my God, it's it's him. He's the killer. I just got on the killer's boat. He shows up. And and he's like, oh, man. He sees that- the tattoo, doesn't, doesn't she? I don't know. I don't remember. No, she doesn't. Oh, she doesn't. She never sees the tattoo, which is kind of weird. I feel like that, that would should be, the, be the that should be the trigger, right? Might might have been. I might have missed it, but I don't. I feel like there's some did. sort of indication. Uh, it's the pictures on the wall. It's just the pictures. Yeah, because he walks in, he's like, "Oh, those came with the boat." <laughs> <laughs> he's like, "They were there when I moved in." Makes They're... sense now. It all makes sense. I just bought it yesterday. Weird, right? Yeah. Huh? Hey, that's you. That's yeah. strange. But they end up having this whole like chase on this boat, which is a huge boat. And Ray's still on dock. So the boat takes off. And yeah, this huge chase scene, I'm just kind of not really into it. I'm not. It's a lot of back and forth. And then you find the bodies of Ryan Philippe. And Anne Hache. Why is Anne Hache dead? No, it's Sarah Michelle Geller. I don't think so. I yeah, think yeah it's I, Sarah Michelle Gellar. I always thought it was Anne Hache. Anne Hache does not die in this movie. No, she doesn't. It's, it's Sarah Michelle Geller because it's right next to Ryan Philippe. I don't know. Trust me, I always thought the same thing. And I looked it up. It says, finds the body of Helen. How did you How did you ask Jeeves that? I, I asked him and he answered. <laughs> Just go Wikipedia, dude. That people write down the whole thing. Jeeves hey, is like, I'm just creating. Why would it be Anne Hache? I don't know. That's what I. That's why I was confused. Okay, I thought I, no. This one me, makes I, more I'm, sense. Because her hair looks really short. I'm just creating a storm, I guys. Was, relax. You know I was what? on I, your. I'm relaxed. I was on your. <laughs> I was on your. I was on that your. Was the best stop. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was on your level when I first saw this movie as a kid. Yes. I thought it was Anne Hache. Okay. Yeah, but it's Sarah Michelle Gellar. You know okay. why her hair is short. Because I feel like one clue point they took out of this movie was that she's wearing a wig yeah. the entire time during the pageant. I don't think so. Yeah, because her hair is like not... No. Her hair looks great. She's got beautiful hair. She's got beautiful hair. She's gorgeous. I know, but like she's wearing a hat. I think her hair is just She's wearing a hat in one scene. Shampoo or conditioner. There you go. Another Adam Sandler ever. Dude, she's not wearing a wig. She's wearing a hat because her hair looks so atrocious. Yeah, because she wears in the next scene after she discovers her, right? Yeah. And then in the pageant, she's got like her hair looks great. Yeah. And I'm thinking it's because she's wearing a wig and they forgot to throw that in there. And then her wig falls off when you find her body at the end. And that's why her, her hair looks like Anne Hache's hair. Nope, that is it's not a thing. Bald. When that when makes you find sense, the body, it's just a bald, bald-headed girl. Oh, yeah. let's okay. Let's go with yours. No, it's Anne. Oh Hache. man, he killed, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Oh man, he killed Moby. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, the, like the DJ. Why, yeah, but like yeah, no Moby the whale. Oh, okay. But is that, they, wait, I'm so confused. Are you talking about the DJ or the whale? Go ahead, man. Keep talking. <laughs> if this is one thing, I feel like they should have played on more is that her hair should be like a mess. It should be destroyed. Yeah. And they should they should bring more attention to that. Instead it should of look like her... um it should look like from uh, Candyman <laughs> <laughs> from Candyman after she gets burned. Yeah, like yeah. all like you know all over the place basically. Yeah, it, just, it look like, but it it doesn't. Yeah, it looks great, great, great set, <laughs> great set, beautiful hair. hair. I'm beautiful jealous. Hair. I'm jealous. <laughs> so the the chase continues after she finds like the dead bodies on ice, and. <laughs> Why are you... Is that the new ice... You know, it's like Disney on ice. Like dead bodies dead, on ice. Dead bodies on ice. Our uh, horror-themed ice skating. Sounds like a 90s Mom? ice cube. Mom, no one's moving. <laughs> <laughs> so they get to like the top of the boat, and it's when they have like their final showdown. 
And it is so goofy because uh, Freddie Prince Jr. throws a hook into his face. Oh, yeah. His, his face should be like smashed, smashed, like <laughs> smashed. Wait. Smashed inwards. He does? Oh, yeah. yeah. He drops like the. Oh, oh the, like, okay. I thought you meant like his hook hand. Like, no, I thought no. that's what. He, it was like the hook that was hanging from. Yeah, the, it's like from the sail or whatever. Yeah, his, dude, his face should be hamburgers. Yeah. Hey. So I typed in like. because well, um, well, no, because he has the hook at the top of the thing, and Freddie Prince Jr. is like, you guys had enough? And then the ready for some more. <laughs> Dude, Never. His head should have like like exploded on impact. <laughs> it looks like a uh, scanners. Yeah, scanners. Scanners. That's how the movie ends. And you're like, my god, <laughs> that was very crazy. I was. <laughs> I knew this movie was a horror movie, but that was the most graphic scene I've seen in a movie of all time. But you know, we also get a really stupid one-liner. Well, it's not stupid, but the. The killer actually goes up to him. He's like, he's like, happy 4th of July, Julie. It's not even like, yeah, and it's just like, it's just the time of year. It's just, yeah. Happy yeah. Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> in July. Happy a Sunday in July. <laughs> Did you do an eye twitch while you were As saying that? In, it's also in July. <laughs> I, I didn't match up the timeline the best I could, but. <laughs> so after like the hook to the face, then like rope gets tied around his hook hand. Oh, he does a. Oh, okay. So I was trying to think of like what it reminded me of after he gets hit in the face and then is on the ground. It cuts him on the ground. Okay. And it shows him getting back up. He totally, going back to it, Adam Sandler, he looks like Bob Barker from uh, Happy Gilmore. <laughs> oh, the way he like responds. Yeah, he's like, just like knocked out and then just opens his, his eyes. eyes and then just gets back <laughs> up. I was like, what the hell? Well, and then he gets, so it's like the rope goes around his hand. Yeah. He gets this pulled makes up the no boat. sense. He gets pulled up into the air. His hand gets cut off. He's screaming. He's like, oh. Yeah. And then he goes back down. And then, like, the rope swings. And it, like, swings him to the water. So, like, It's his... like Norberg from Naked. <laughs> it's like yeah, exactly. Naked Gun, man. It's just so ridiculous. While, while making the voice of Joe <laughs> Pesci in uh, Home Alone 2. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I totally Dude. see it as, like, from their point of, point of view, it's one shot, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, like... It's him flying up, and he's like, oh, and his hand gets chopped off, and then, like, as he falls, he swings, and he, like, gives, like, this real girly scream, where he's like, ah, and he, like, flies <laughs> off into the ocean, and there's like, holy shit, yeah. like, how did that mousetrap event just take place? Yeah. And then like, all these piranhas come to him while he's in the water. <laughs> yeah. There's a sign that just conveniently says, piranha waters. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, his hand gets caught securely between, the, like, the wrist and his uh, hand, so he's, like, fine there, but once the hand gets cut off... He's still hanging onto it. So, like, the rope yeah. should have fallen off. And he should have fallen straight to the ground. But then somehow the rope gets connected to his ankle. Yeah, it doesn't make any like, sense. Like, as he's whatsoever. falling down, then it just cuts and he's, like, hanging from his ankle. Which makes me think does this happen on these fisher boats all the time? All the time. All the time. Like, somebody's, like, accidentally just stepped on They say wrong, that's the like, main statistic whoops. for uh, <laughs> death or injury on a boat, like a fishing boat, is this exact situation. <laughs> they get, sh- like, yeah. thrown in the sea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's um, actually a lot of outtakes on Deadliest Catch of this happening. <laughs> yeah. Cast members just being casted. Yeah. Camera guy? Out the water. <laughs> Camera guy number five. Uh, so, it cuts them on land. And they're with all these cops and, and everything. that stupid cop that's like, yeah. explain the movie explain for anything me. what's happened? Why? I, I'm sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but yeah. I forgot to bring this up to you guys. Why is it that the killer has this like, kind of like this plan set in place where he's going to fuck with these kids, right? Uh, throughout the, um, the movie. And then it gets to this part and he's just like, you know what? I'm just going to chase her on my boat. I'm not going to reveal her to my, he, what my plan is. I'm just going to chase her on my boat. I'm going to kill her. I'm not sure what I'm going to do with Freddie Prince Jr. yet. 
You know, what I mean? it's kind of weird, right? Yeah. Like I feel like it's all of a sudden there's no plan. It's like there's he had plan, a, plan, he had plan. A year to plan out this this entire event. Yeah, yeah. it's very thought through. Then all of a sudden it's really not. And there's no plan. It's like okay, yeah. Freddie Prince Jr. saw who I was. Yeah. I'm gonna leave him and I'm gonna take Jennifer Love Hewitt on a boat. Why is he giving Jennifer Love Hewitt all this special attention? I don't know why. Because like she like if any she was kind of like on board too, right? Like yeah. The, well, she didn't like really even say like to, she was the only like she, naysayer. She didn't defend. Uh, Anybody. I think she just happens to be the last one left, and that's why he's like, all right, you're... Yeah, I don't know. That is and weird, then, no. Like, why isn't Freddie Prince Jr. getting it just as bad as Ryan Phillippe? Because he was the other one that was like, yeah, we got to do this. And Sarah Michelle Gellar was like, no, we shouldn't. Because, guys, I think this movie is really bad. Yeah, it's like they, it's like there's certain motives in the movie, in the story. They're like, okay, don't do anything graphic to the pretty people, uh, and we have to have these two people survive at the end, so make their punishment less. Yeah. You know, we, we want to like, and there's all this, there, I feel like there's a, like this agenda with the movie where it's like, make them likable, make them likable, make them likable, you know, like never disagree with them except for the ones that are dead. Yeah. And it's just, it's kind of stupid. It's kind of like the skeleton of this movie that ruins it. No, I think you're right. And that's why I think that the last 20 minutes is kind of weak is because nothing, there's no threat. Um, well, I want to get my review here in a second. So it cuts to a year later, and Julie's back in college. Um, uh, Otto pointed out the, the the bathroom she's in, taking a shower. Like it's a really nice. Oh yeah, this this oh, bathroom yeah. just make makes no sense. It's like a, a laboratory, yeah, like yeah. shower that you see like in Resident Evil or something. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so she's in like really good spirits, and she's actually talking to Freddie Prince Jr. on the phone. Ooh, and yeah, it's getting real intense. She think she good. Oh no, I was gonna say they're like, are they married at this point or? No, it's only been a year. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. Um, but she thinks she gets another letter. It's not. It's for a pool party. She goes in the bathroom, and it says, "I still know." On the actual like AKA. in fog, not in fog. In, it's um, the the steam of the shower. Yeah. And she gets creeped out, and then he jumps through one of the shower doors. <gasps> Cut to credits. That's I know what you did last summer. Honto, you don't like this movie? Absolutely not. Matt, do you like this movie? Uh, it could be better. It's okay. I think it's, it's all right. It's, it's, it's fun. Entertaining. Yeah, it's entertaining. It's not like I think I like it better than Scream Three. Oh, for sure. I like it better than Scream Two. I don't like Scream Two. Scream really? Two is kind of not yeah, that it's, good. It's okay. I, every time I watch it, I forget it. We watch it on the podcast. Yeah, I don't forget it. I we just, got drunk, watched it on the podcast, and I think I forgot everything we watched, even though we talked about the movie for two hours. We have a two-parter episode that we had to combine into one. It's like a three-hour podcast episode. Yeah. It was a long episode. I don't, I but I don't remember the movie. If I had to rate this on an alphabetical scale, I would give it a... Oh, I see. Did you have to think like about a, what I said? No, just say a letter grade scale instead of um, alphabetical. An alphabetical. Like a Z, Z minus? A Z minus. That's what I would give it. Um, I would give it a C minus. I say C minus. Oh, oh yeah, that's, a, that's about where it's at for me. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it's okay. It's, I was not bored. Um, we, we gotta we gotta figure out are we doing number scale or are we doing letter scale for this podcast? We just do whatever it changes every episode. Yeah. We, actually, I think how many past, hook, how many hooks out of five hooks? <laughs> I think how the, many cowboy hats would you give this movie? That's for city slickers. <laughs> I think the past couple uh, episodes we've done letters. Yeah, I can't so, remember. I give this a C minus. We're all agree on that. Yeah, it's a C minus level movie for yeah. me. It's entertaining, and I think it's a good B movie to scream as an A movie. Again, if you had to do a double, ooh, good if call. you had to do a double bill, scream would be your one that you got everybody in. And be like, hey, there's a B movie afterwards. It's it's a B, you and you can um, leave at any point after the, <laughs> after the good movie. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's actually a good way of looking at it, but. Yeah, I don't, I don't mind it. I think the sequel is okay too. I oh, I don't think so. It's entertaining. I'm saying entertaining. When I there's, there's I was actually no at the end. Are we going to do the second movie for October Scarefest? 
Uh, I'm good. Matt's shaking his head. I pass on it. I'll, I we'll, think it's pretty bad. We'll do the grudge. Oh, it's I, got Jack Black in it. And Mackay Pfeiffer. I like and, Pfeiffer. and Brandy. So, yeah. is, so I don't know and I don't know how to like look this up, but um is this the second most successful movie to come out of this like nineties slasher revival? 90s slasher revival? There's only a, a handful, right? Yeah, but I feel if like you're this, talking about like financially, I mean, Scream Two made more than this. I know that. Yeah, but I, I feel like Scream really is more. like Scream Scream. You know, it's the franchise. If you're talking about as far as popularity, then yes, this is. Yeah, this would be the one yeah. that like. I'm, I'm trying think, to think of like if you did '80s. We just covered '80s for the sh- the TV show, right? And we did '80s slasher films. The two big ones are like Friday Thirteenth, or no, you'd be like Halloween's the big one. Friday Thirteenth is the next big one. You know, Nightmare on Elm Street. Like, is this? Kind of like if you were to say, like, okay, of this era, this late 90s era, would it be Scream? I know what you did last summer. Teaching Mrs. Tingle. (laughs) (laughs) Dracula 2000. Dude, you love that movie, man. Urban Legends, like, up there, I feel like people talk about Urban Legends. No, we talk about Urban Legends. That is a bad movie. It's a bad movie. I think that's worse than this movie. Yeah, it's pretty rough. I want to rewatch that. I really do. The motive, at least the motive's there. Like, I don't understand the motive in this movie. Oh, relax. Get off the table. I know, because we haven't talked about it yet. What is, I don't get the motive of this movie. So, Ben Willis killed David Egan. The kid from the beginning. The kid that was on the cliff in the beginning, because I think David killed Ben's daughter. Yes. On accident. accident. Yes. So why is he going after the... The kids ran over Ben Willis after he had killed David Egan. And I think he was pissed. That's it? That's it. You give away, like, you just got away with murder and you're going to give it up. Like, people, you know, and that's the other thing, too. It's like, you could totally play this off as people think you're dead. Yeah. You know, that's what I was... This is how you get away with murder. Yeah. He's like you, ruining his. You plan. got away with murder, and now you have come back to get caught and get your hand removed. Just because you got into a fender bender, where honestly, it looks like you occurred no damage. You have like become, you're not limping at all in this. He movie. has become basically an immortal in a way. Yeah, this part. This plot is so weird. He got man. hit in the face with that hook. His face was his face was perfect. He's like Wolverine in a way. Who who's stalking them in the book? It's um we brought this the, up. It's the half brother of the guy they killed. Okay. He was in the, He's stalking he was, them because they killed his brother. Yeah. He was serving in either I I don't know what it was in the original book. It could have been Vietnam, but in this one he was serving in Afghanistan doing a it's tour probably duty. Vietnam, yeah. So he heard the news, found out who it was through extensive research, and then eventually came back to get revenge because they got away with murder, essentially. That makes sense. That's a good plot line, and it makes you hate the teenagers. Yeah, for the fact that he's going after them just because they hit him with a car last summer is kind of stupid. Yeah, that's really bad. That's and it. Especially after he got away with murder. Yeah. It's really, yeah. <laughs> that's that's why you do not like this movie. <laughs> it's kind of a, yeah, it's a dumb motive. <laughs> did, you, did you ever see the third one? No, because There's they go they one? go full supernatural in that movie. That's what I thought. He is a supernatural being in the third movie. Is he back? It's the hook hook man, but it's um I think you're getting confused with Urban Legends. Yeah, well no, you're doing bloody Trust yeah. me. Okay. All right, well good. Don't tell me. I think they literally buy a hook on eBay and it's a supernatural being and he's stalking them in a time that's not summer. <laughs> oh really? Okay. Yeah. You know, I the only thing I know about this movie is that I've seen it at Dollar General. Um, I remember seeing that on DVD at Dollar General, and I was like, "Huh." Oh, the the third movie. Yeah, like was that, it? I'll always know you. You did last time. Yeah, which the, the the group of teenagers have nothing to do. I think the plot is there's an accident with one of their friends getting killed, and then the hook man is trying to kill them. 
that's the plot of the movie. It has nothing to do with the kid dying or anything. Really? Yeah. Oh, that sounds weak. Uh, so, that's why it was not theatrically released. We should sit yeah, down. I didn't even know it existed. We should sit down and watch the third one of that October and the third Fest? one of uh, Urban, Legend. Urban Legends. I haven't seen Urban Legends. Is that Bloody Mary or yeah, something? Yeah, I will never Did see, I see that. I think I've seen Urban Legend too. That's the remember. one with the fencing face. And Final it has, Cut. Um, Anthony Anderson. Anthony, yeah. Eva Mendez. Eva Mendez is in that? And then what's her name from um, House? What was the, the blonde on House? Oh, was she in Star Trek or? Yeah. yeah okay, she her, she was in it? Yeah, those were like the three. Wow, you got some yeah. real heavy hitters in that movie. Yeah, it's actually a pretty big cast. So. Cool. Wow. But uh, yeah, that's how I know what you did last summer. A few news items. One, if you haven't heard, we have a TV show now. Uh, we are one episode deep. Uh, you can find it on YouTube. Uh, it's under the Cinema Cult Network. Yeah, if you uh, type in Cinema Cult Network, you'll yeah, find it. pop up. We did uh, our first episode is on 80s slashers. We reviewed Friday the 13th, and we broke down our top five favorite 80s slashers. Uh, we do have an upcoming episode. Uh, we're going to do like maybe an episode a month. It looks like we're doing. Uh, we are going to do our next one on summer blockbusters, and we're going to review Jaws. And we're basically doing like a top five, right? Is that we're pick doing our, our top pick, five? Pick list. our top five, top five blockbusters. If, if three of them happen to be shared, then that's our top three. Then that's yeah. recommended. Yeah, yeah because honestly, I, I think that's what our, we talked about in the last one. But we each have our top five, and we try to build like a top. Based off our top five, because we're always going to have we ones do it, that overlap. We do it whatever for, genre. We do it for the year in review. We do it for the year in review every year. And so we did the same thing with the 80s slashers. Check it out. Yep. We have an audio version of the podcast. That should already. That's already up as well. That's up. And the YouTube video is already up. Yeah. And please it. like it. Um, share it on YouTube. That'd be great. Like, um, subscribe. subscribe. Yeah. Well, it's cool wait, to say that. It? We can say subscribe. that now. Subscribe. Like and subscribe. Yeah. Where is it airing? Like if um, it is a TV show. Because we keep calling it a TV show, but we didn't say what channel it's on. Um, it's going to be on public access, but I think it's going to be in a small, um, a small area. So got to target those heavy hitters. Uh, I, so, the- <laughs> so if you're in the small area and you happen to be flipping through the television show and you find a television anywhere uh, in the country that you guys have in your living room, yeah. uh, and you see us, make sure to like share it. So if you're share listening- what share it just on social media or whatever, like take a picture of it, share it. Say like, hey, these guys are on TV. The thing is that I don't know I don't, when and where this is airing. Yeah, so I know. ignore all that. <laughs> so just if well, you want, if you want to see it, just go just to the YouTube. YouTube page. I'm only trying to explain. Matt, okay, I, I, it's, Matt, it's airing 24 seven. Matt I'm, is totally trying to push this public access thing. No, no, I'm and, only explaining because we called it a TV show. Yeah, and I think it's we're more, not saying I think that it's, it's more, anywhere on TV. I, I, I watch I my think, YouTube on TV. I think if anything, that's it's not, a uh, that's a TV show. No, it's not. You don't. Yes, nobody calls YouTube shows TV shows. If actually, you can get it. Cable subscription on YouTube, so technically it could be that's a TV not, show. Yeah, Do you think that Karate TV Kid, that new show. Karate Kid thing, is that a show on it's YouTube? A, it's part of the streaming service. But is it a show? It's a it's show. A show yeah. It's a it's television. Not a, it's show. not a television show. Okay, Steven Spielberg. No, that's like saying Netflix's uh, Stranger Things. That's a TV show. Oh, Matt got quiet. <sighs> no, it's, a, it's a. I guess it then is you can't show. call any of the Adam Sandler your favorite it's, Adam Sandler okay. movies. movies. <laughs> Maybe it's weird. You Maybe just it's put just yourself weird. in a corner, my Does friend. You did put yourself in a corner. But it's weird if I say, like, I watch, like, something like, um... Waiting? Angry Video Game Nerd on YouTube. That's a web series. Yeah, it's a show. How is that a web series and not a TV show? It's a web series TV show. How? What's the difference between that and, and Stranger Things? Uh, Matt, Matt, Matt's on the table again. Matt, get down off the table. Stranger Things is, like, a fictional narrative... Whereas Angry Video Game Nerd is like a weekly, you know, like... But it's like there's a fictional narrative attached to it. Yeah, I guess. Would the news be a TV show? No, the news is the news. 
Uh, okay. <laughs> yeah. What about like, okay, what about then? All right, fine. Is uh, biggest or what's the fishing show that you big, uh, big catch? Summer big, catch? Summer yeah, catch. Summer big catch. summer catch <laughs> with Freddie Prince Jr. on a boat. That's a movie. Uh, it was no, but like that fishing show, is that is that a TV show or is that's that a, because um, it's real life? That's a, uh, whatchamacolit, like, reality a, TV doc, show? like a docu-series. Okay. No, that's like a reality TV show. That's, that's more reality show. Yeah, like your National Geographic, that's a docu-series. Okay, so you're like saying... Planet Earth or, uh, was it? Um, you're saying Karate Kid is... Okay, but then basically we're not... That's a TV show. Then we're not doing a TV show. We're doing a, um, whatever, whatever I decided for Angry Video <laughs> <See? concerned. laughs> Whatever I said at the beginning. <laughs> so now we're back full circle. No, it's a web TV series show. It's, yeah. a, it's a web show. We'll call it a web on, show. On, on movies. Steven Spielberg, that's fine, man. If they don't no, we'll call it a web, not real no, shows. No, we'll call it a web show, web, then. Web, web series. I'm saying we call it a TV show. We're saying, like, it's on TV in some places. No, I watch it on YouTube. If we can't but name, if you watch on YouTube, if we can't name the location and the time when this is airing, we'll just stick to web series. Web series. Yeah. We'll call it web series. Or okay, web basically, show. you get to see our faces live, and we get to say stupid stuff. On our yes. web series TV show. Yeah, we might be a little bit more serious on the, the show, because it's like a little bit more professional. Oh, and we were, trying to, we were kind of nervous, too. We're not going to Yeah, lie. it's the first yeah. time we've I was ever actually, done it. I was actually feeling it. I was but feeling the energy. We get into it pretty quick. We'll get it, yeah. But yeah, that actually is going to coincide with some of the next picks that we're doing. Matt, you're, you're up, because we're going to do some summer blockbusters. Oh, okay, so we're going to... Yeah, did you already say we're going to coincide with the, the episode? The episode. Yeah. So we're going to be doing summer blockbusters, and the first one I picked was Independence Day. ID4. I haven't seen this movie since the 90s. It's been a long time for since me. Since it was on that videotape with the, the hologram. The hologram, yeah. With oh. the, was it the White No, No, it wasn't the White House. It was, just yeah. the, it was just the building, I thought, in New York. No, it's the White House. Is it? It's the White House. Yeah, it was the White House. It was the White House. Yeah, yeah, the White House. Right That's pretty cool. So, yeah. I'm very excited to talk about this um, because I'm going to follow it up. Let's go two episodes deep. I'm going to follow yeah, it up. I don't know what the hell I'm You don't know what you're going to do yet? Um, we're going to do the same director and I'm going to do day after tomorrow. I tomorrow. do not like this movie. I might have to pick another Roland Emmerich movie. I think Maybe we should. can do a, uh, what else did he do? Did he do like a monster movie? He did Stargate. Remember Stargate? Ooh, that's a bad movie. I, yeah, but it's not, I don't think it's, I've tried boring. Wa- I and thought that boring. movie would be right up my alley. I've tried to watch that movie so many times. I saw that movie in just... theaters back in 94. I remember being the longest movie I'd ever seen uh, at that point. And I've tried going back and watching it, and it is so boring. Yeah, nothing happens. Dude, I quote it all the time. And then man. a buddy of mine watched it recently on Prime, and apparently, because a lot of that movie is like heavily subtitled, yeah, because like the alien language or the Egyptian language they go to that planet wherever they go to. Apparently, they forgot to attach the subtitles to the movie, so he's just watching it. Like, <laughs> just people talking in this random That's language. So That's so weird. Sucks. And I was like, wait, you're telling me? You watch the movie, there's no subtitles? Because when I saw it in theaters, there were definitely lots of subtitles the entire time. He's like, yeah, yeah they weren't there. I was like, they forgot to attach subtitles. Maybe. Or maybe <laughs> they just like went back and did a Lois Duncan and rewrote Lowe it. Lois Duncan. Like, we wanted the audience to be confused. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so maybe we won't do that one. But you think about that third. Yeah, I'll think about it. Um, but no, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. Uh, rate and review us on any social media platforms. And uh, we'll see you the rest of the summer. I'm Chris, I'm Matt, and I'm Honto. And we'll see you next time. Hey guys, it's me, Hannah Montana, 
And I just wanted to thank you for listening to Cinema Cult Podcast. Man, this whole podcast is like a party in the USA. <laughs> so if you could, please rate and review that podcast on any social media platforms. That would be great. And if you have any requests, go ahead and send to cinemacultpodcast at gmail.com. I'm Hannah Montana. Bye.